Blame me. <laughs> oh, because that's... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Right. It's going to be one of those shows tonight. Okay. Are you recording yet? Uh, yeah, I believe it. Well, it's showing me that it's recording, so I'm right. going to assume that it's recording. Josh, you should see... I'll right. be quiet You now. should see the icon, buddy. Why? The, uh, the YouTube icon is priceless. Why? It's you. Oh, no. Oh, really? Oh, no. <laughs> How do I find? How do I find? Okay, well, I guess I get it. Yeah, Mike, go ahead and get us started before we completely lose this train. Here we go, guys. Uh, Welcome to the Flight Test Community Podcast, episode number ten. Sorry, we have been gone for so long, but we finally got to double digits. And we made course, it. Yes, absolutely. We made it to ten. <laughs> and besides Mr. Joel Cannon and Patrick Sean Murphy, we have a couple of special guests this evening. Um, first one is Joshua Orchard. And nice. everybody say happy birthday to Joshua Orchard, by the way. Happy, happy birthday. birthday, Josh. That's right. Yay. Music to my ears. <laughs> and we also have a very special guest from the Flight Test After Hours podcast, Mr. Andre Rousseau. Good evening. This is an international oh. podcast. Yes. yes. It is. And the second one he's been on today as well, <laughs> to top it all off. <laughs> Well, if you can call this a podcast, I don't know. We, we, I'm sure we don't measure up to the professionalism of the After Hours crew. Oh, I think so. you no. this last one. It was good. We had fun, but I would never call us professional. <laughs> I don't, wouldn't call this professional by any means. Hey, you have parchment paper over your lights. That's professional yeah. in my book. <laughs> More so than the rest of us. I have, a, I have one of my uh, floor lamps shining at me to get enough light to this camera right here. Oh boy. Anyway, how's everybody doing? Fantastic. It's been way too long and I have missed this. It's really good to get talking to everybody again. I think, well, updates aside, um, I think uh, it goes without saying to say... um, We've all been very busy with things going on in our lives, and thank you, everyone, for being so patient with all of us. Do you think they noticed? Um, well, I think they did. I know I a lot of people would be one. messaging. <laughs> I think we had one message on our page that said, where have you guys been? <laughs> <laughs> that was my mom. I know through... <laughs> I know through the Facebook chat, we definitely got... Um, 
a couple of messages. Are you guys recording this week? Are you guys recording? I know Josh definitely was asking that question yeah. a good number of times. Yeah. I asked a couple times. <laughs> well, well, thanks for making know. us feel like we matter. We do, apparently. I don't know why, but we do. Patrick, you always matter to me. <laughs> Josh, you completely. <laughs> oh. Just wait till I introduce you at Flight Fest. Oh, oh I, I have an intro. Oh, I, I feel <laughs> special now. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that a little later in the show when we get to play. Oh, I think so. <sighs> That's in my show notes. Well, and by the way, you requested this title too, Patrick. <laughs> Wait, he has a special Ooh, title? Yeah, he requested it too. I like it. You probably already forgot about it. I so. completely forgot about that. No, oh, this is going to make it even better now. All right, so let's we'll leave. We'll leave the suspense there, and we'll move on to updates, and we'll go to Flight Fest from there, and then he'll be introduced. How about that? Like it. That sounds beautiful. Okay, good plan. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we ever have a plan on this show. Yeah, it's ever. better when we don't. <laughs> Who's up? <laughs> it ain't me. Go to someone. What are we going to talk about now? Updates. Someone. Hang on, I'm trying to turn off my. Uh, thing well, it was here. it was my birthday, so I could talk about what I got for my birthday. Well, we would love to hear what you got. <laughs> um, my wife bought me a new uh, charger. It's uh, one of the Turnigy reactors, but it's the it's the two channel one. It's a two by three hundred watt, uh, up to twenty amps. So wow. now. Now I can charge uh, two of my big batteries for my big planes, like, at the same time. Yeah. And I ordered two uh, 3S5800 batteries, so I can I can wire those in series for 6S for my Ooh. P60 Hawk, which weighs about 14 pounds. So I moved it from a 4S setup to a 6S setup. Nice. And now I can wow. charge both of those huge batteries at the same time, and I can get around 10 minutes of flying time now. Sweet. Nice. And so I should be able to fly the Sikorsky batteries. I should be able to charge those in about uh, 30 minutes now with the new charger, so that'll be good. More flight time at Flight Fest on the Sikorsky. What kind of power supply do you have to run for that, Joshua? Uh, I have a server power supply, you know, just one of those cheap, like, $25 yep. ones from eBay. It's uh, 1,000 watt, and I just wired it up, so I plug it in, and it's on. Sweet. And, I mean, it's simple, simple, cheap. Yep. yep. Nice thing about the new charger, though, is it's got a built-in uh, hot wire feature, so I can hook up the wire leads to the charger itself and uh, pu push a button, and it'll it'll send a current through my hot wire, and I can hot wire the... The phone that I'm using from the charger. Oh, can and you... the charger will take the load. Yep. I assume I assume that you can control the voltage or the current. Yes. You can okay. you can control the current, you can control the amount of amps, and you can control the voltage. So you can control how much power goes through. And it, it has a timer on it. You can set the timer too, so say you want two minutes, but if you set it at zero minutes, it is just an on and off. You press a button and it's on. Use it and then hit the button so it's off. So it's really safe too. Nice. Uh, the charger also has a built-in uh, ohm check feature, so it checks the internal resistance of your cells. It's really interesting because I took uh, these two new brand new batteries that I have, and you know their internal resistance is around six or seven milliohms. Took this old Zippy Compact that I have. 
Oh my gosh, man. They're like 36 milliohms. They're just crazy. I'm like, man, this battery's about to explode. Yeah. So, but oh it's a really nice charger. I, I, it was, uh, let's see, I think it's 120 bucks Hobby King. Yeah. Totally worth it. Totally yeah. worth it. Nice. Fantastic. Yeah. Please uh, share a link uh, so we can post it in the show notes. Sure, sure. I'll send it to you. Um, and one, one quick thing. Sorry to sidebar for a second but it, it occurred to me that um we didn't post show notes for episode nine well patrick <laughs> so i apologize yeah, look in your google, that's my uh, fault look in your google notes yeah. or in your share I, I i need to i need to share those so right. it, it, this is on me guys i'm sorry i don't even remember it. episode uh, nine <laughs> one thousand you don't remember your oh that's right oh, okay there you go <laughs> that was about three months anyway, ago sorry Sorry, so look for show notes episode 9 and episode 10 coming to you very soon on the flight test uh, page. <laughs> and back to Josh. Okay, so back to me. Uh, so the other thing I've been up to, obviously, is uh, the Gotha. Yeah. So if you haven't, if you haven't heard about the Gotha, uh, it really just started as like this fun prototype thing that I talked about last time I was on the podcast. I've got and, to see this. Uh, oh, it's right uh, here. Um, part of it. Oh, see the bomb? So pretty. <laughs> so the, the really cool thing <laughs> is so pretty. Uh, Steve Rosema from the forum, he – I mean, he's a graphic artist. He that's what he does for his job, and I sent him uh, this uh, vector file with the lozenge pattern. I said, "Hey, can you do big files for these? Because I got this big printer, and I want to try to print these out." And we tried doing tissue paper with it; it just wasn't working out. So I just got some craft paper, printed off on the craft paper, and spray some Super 77 on it, and applied it straight to the parts before I fold it. Works beautiful, just beautiful. Anyway, so this started, I was like, okay, so I'd like to have, if I'm going to bring this thing to Flight Fest, I'd like to have like a, an es a fighter escort. So uh, Dan Sponholtz, I, I, I knew that he had like a scaled down version of the Bloody Baron, called it the Baby Baron. I was like, okay, well, that's roughly 112th scale, which is what the Gotha is at 77 and a half inch wingspan. And I was like, okay, so can you put together like a baby a, a baby baron to like fly fighter escort and it just escalated like seriously the past three weeks this has gone from like this two plane thing to now we have the baby baron gotha gaggle thread going on in the flight test forum mm -hmm. where you can you can jump in and participate and build either a a, a, a baby baron or a baby brit is that what it's called patrick yeah i've yep. heard it's i have no idea what it is yeah, it's yep. It's it's amazing. I I, I will. I, I'm gonna pipe in for a hot yeah. second because the baby Brit is phenomenal. By the way, big shout out, Dan. I love the name. Thank you for naming something after me. I really. I'm sure he had you in mind. So, yeah, I don't doubt it. Um, but this plane, it's it's so beautiful. It imagine a baby Baron. Um, which has these beautiful what what do they call those divots in the wings? Scallops. Um, the, scallops. Scallops. scallops thank you. Edge, I, so the baby Brit does not have those. It's exactly the same wing, but it's flat, and it has the the little bit of tapering in the same way that the sop with pup has on its wings. 
And what he did, he kind of emulated the Sopwith pup tail, and that became the tail feathers for the baby bird. And the idea is, is this guy Rasterize yeah. on the forum? Yeah, Rasterize. Stephen uh, Rosema. Yes. Stephen Rosema. Stephen Rosema. I didn't know his real yes, name. Stephen. Stephen, you are a talented guy. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Uh, you have literally inspired hundreds of people. Um, so due to this inspiration... Um, I think everyone wanted to just pipe in with what scheme that they're flying. And now there's competitions of like who's flying which scheme. And the, there are different schemes that everyone's kind of doing. Mike and stole he's my like scheme. doing. <laughs> You're doing green, Mike. green, Pat. Yeah. Mike. I had a look nice. What if we green. told you about stealing other people's ideas? Just because you found well, it I stole his idea before I before he found it, now he thinks I've stolen his idea. So here's you, Pat. <laughs> we love you both. Right back at you, brother. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back back to the uh, back to the chaos. Yeah, so so apparently now we're flying this dawn patrol thing and it was just you know, fly it in the morning, like eight o'clock, before we even have the pilot briefing or anything, just to wake people up. And uh, <laughs> a bunch of electric airplanes flying over to me. Well, <laughs> wait till you hear the gotha, okay? <laughs> it's a put, it's a pusher, but you know, it's got two wings that these the props are beaten against, so it kind of does sound like a bomber. It's, it's, it's a unique sound. Get some serrated props. <laughs> <laughs> Been to uh, so Dan, Dan reached out. He reported to Josh Bixler, and Josh Bixler's like, "Okay, I'm doing this." So now they we coerced Josh Bixler into something else. Oh boy! And now and now Dan Cruz is in it. I mean, you got all the big names. This is going to be like a who's who of of flight fest and flight test community. It's it's going to be a hoot and a half, and I'm I'm just tickled. Because really, it just started out as this very simple, humble idea, and I, I, I couldn't be more happy that it's turned into such a big community thing. It'll be fun. Yeah, it will. It will be oh, I think very it'll be fantastic. So, kudos to here's, you, here's what I need to know because I, I don't have time to like, I don't know, read the form or anything, which I'm sure all this information is there. Yeah. Uh, so I, I submitted my desired scheme. Now what happens? So Stephen has put you in line to do a custom scheme for you. And when he's done, he'll post it. He'll probably send you like a private message or something, how to email it to you so okay. that you can print it off and then build whether you're doing a Brit or a Baron. I can't remember what you signed up to do, Pat. But I yeah, that's... Okay. So uh, yeah, that's that's the steps you take. And then you got to build it before Flight Fest. Right. And pray that it makes it too flight fast. <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. I'm, I'm hopeful for the Gotha, but we'll see. But, but we've skipped we've skipped a part here. Uh, so then I'll print them out and slap them on my airplane. Yeah. So yes. so you print it off on just sta standard paper. I've printed off on inkjet paper mm -hmm. or inkjet printer. Uh, I've I also have uh, the mini Mustang. Stephen also did a, a job for the Mini Mustang. He's done three of them, I think, for the Mini okay. Mustang. And mm -hmm. uh, I printed that on laser, and that turned out just as fine as well. But you just uh, peel the paper off of the foam, and then you spray both sides with spray glue, and mm -hmm. you slap them together, 
And then from there, you fold it and you assemble it. Okay. But you just have to be really careful with your placement on the to parts. To line it up. Are, yeah. you, are you guys putting any kind of code over top of that paper afterwards? So with the laser print that I have for my mini Mustang, I did not put a covering. And I have flown this thing through snow and mud and nice days and windy days, like 25 miles an hour. And it, the paper is just sticking and holding like you would not believe. And I have not coated it all. It looks perfect. There's a nice, couple nice. scratches on the bottom from landings, but it's fine. Nice, nice. For, nice Super nice. 77, good adhesive. Yes, Super 77. Yeah. And you let you let that air out for a little bit, otherwise the acetone is going to eat the foam. Yeah. You let it kind of get tacky, tacky. almost yeah. dry first. It's yeah. kind of like contact yeah. cement in a way. Yeah. Yes. And then for the Gotha, I, since I printed that on inkjet, I decided to use sanding sealer over top. Just because, it, I mean, it's inkjet, the ink's going to run. Mike, you can chime in here all about inkjet inks. Um, but uh, I just I didn't want the ink to run because uh, I knew it was gonna probably be wet whether it's morning dew or a rainstorm at Flight Fest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the it, it stiffens it up a little bit more. It protects the finish, and uh, it just it looks incredible. And it also brings out the colors more. There's yeah. a con there's a contrast difference. That did you, you uh, did you use water based or oil based for that? Uh, I use the HP is all water based. Yeah, so the uh, mine is an Epson. Uh, it's an I believe that's an oil based. I mean a water based ink. Yeah, it's water -based. So what I used is just sanding Minwa uh, Minwax sanding sealer professional formula. Uh, comes well, in do that again. That was very, you know. I, yeah, that was. Very radio-esque. I'm impressed. <laughs> I, I'm guessing we need to get Josh on the podcast more often. Well, well you know, I'm saying he is a professional. <laughs> a professional whatever. Uh, uh, so <laughs> I was going to let everybody else fill in what the professional part was. <laughs> Just staying out of it. It's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and, and, I'll anyway, continue with my beverage. So the reason I went with sanding sealer over polycrylic is it's actually cheaper by quite a bit. I mean that uh, a quart of it I picked up at Home Depot for like seven fifty, eight bucks. It was really cheap, and it that's really and good. it dries faster than polycrylic. And uh, yeah, I I I haven't looked back. I love it. I've used it with glass. I've used it with this paper. Uh, so it's very versatile. Um, but, uh, yeah, pick some up and have a go. I like it. Mm -hmm. awesome. Fun. What, uh, anything other? Uh, flying? Anything else to report? I haven't gotten out to really fly anything. I did take the Skorsky out for three sorties last Sunday. and uh, Sorties. Sorties. <laughs> You're actually naming them a sortie. I love I'll it. call them flights. I fly scale, man. Uh, oh, that's awesome. I love it. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, other than that, just get out to the field when I can. I got a club meeting this week, so we'll see, but the weather's not looking great. Uh, just been cooped up and loving my new workshop in the basement, building the Gotha right now. Fantastic. Can, can I just pause for a moment and say thank you very much, Eddie, for your wonderful comment. Hey, winners. Oh. Smiley face. <laughs> Eddie Black. Hey, Eddie. You are a dog. <laughs> At least we have one fan. What a right? dog. <laughs> what a marvelous dog. What a, 
What a door, I love it. <laughs> you know, I knew you know you grew up with uh, a New York mum. That's out. That's right. That's right. <laughs> love it. What a door. <laughs> so good. We did get a cut. So, oh, there's like somebody, low elevation RC. Somebody's looking at yes. Zippy compacts Zippy are known to be out of crap. Known to be out of crap. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Uh, yeah, good stuff. I have a zippy compact good story stuff. from this weekend. Oh, do it! Go, go, go! I was going to say, all right, Andre's oh, turn. Yeah. So, did, did, first did, of all, can I, can I, can I, can I just say, Andre, hello. thank you for coming on board. No problem. <laughs> thank no you, problem. thank you for joining us. I want to tell him what he's about. Second, that he's been talking so much. <laughs> I know, really. <laughs> It's been quite the day, but yeah, I wanted to get on there. I missed the. I, I felt bad because poor. I had to uh, bail on Ben there the other week when you guys were doing the build uh, night. I just I, I wasn't up to it, and uh, you know, so I've been wanting to get onto a show and, and talk and everything. But so, did anybody see the video I posted of the albatross? No, almost not making it into the air. Yes, I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a good. Goal. That was terrifying, but awesome all at the same time. So basically, it it wouldn't have made it in the air except for that little hop it took, and I'm firewalling it, going, oh boy, oh boy, and I made it over top of the log, and then I'm like, I gotta dive, or I'm in the stall, and I turn, and I I wish I had had an onboard camera, but the guys in the parking lot said I must have been within a couple centimeters of the lamp post, and it just, zzz, I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, you you like to make a oh sorry Mike. No, I just it was pretty hairy. <laughs> it was it was you know, but I got it, up, it now. What we determined is I think a lot of my older Zippy compacts are starting to uh, um, expire, and we think that battery was because I was flying it, and I'm like, there's something, and the Albatross, uh, the prop goes on backwards, like the numbers to the back and everything, and I'm, I'm flying the thing going, okay, it's handling okay, but I'm just lacking the power, so I'll go through and do a couple things, but I, I've had to, Chris has actually ordered a couple struts for me, because you can't get those things in Canada for the wing struts, because they were um, damaged after the last flight, so... Mm. So that one's grounded until I come home with some struts because the shipping from Amazon to Canada was silly. So Chris picked up a set or two for me. So I'll have that airplane back up. But it does fly, and it is gracefully beautiful. I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly in love with how well it flies. Isn't there just something awesome about oh. watching a World War One bird fly? Yeah, I just, it's just it's so I, addictively gorgeous to watch fly. It, it is just you know, and you're sitting there, and I, I've got to work on my coordinated turns with it, but I only got sure. a couple laps with it. But it was just I went by a couple times and just slowed it right down, and just oh yeah, putts it around. I've noticed uh, in a couple of videos now that that you like to make right hand turns when you take off, like sharp right. Ah. <laughs> uh, it depends on where I'm flying in the winds conditions too, but uh, let's see. What was the last one then? What's the the albatross? Oh well, yeah. <laughs> that was. It took a. It, yeah, it took a hop. It, well, the wind that like the wind was really the the wind was really weird and gusty, and that's why it turned. And and when it hit the side of the turf and jumped in the air, I'm like, well, I'm committed. And I went and I, I powered up and expecting some some horsepower out of the back, and it just kind of went, yep, 
<laughs> I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> but look, it, it flew fine after yeah. that. It took me a couple, a couple clean takeoffs, and then like the landings were all beautiful. And it's, it's, it's one of those airplanes. And I was, I was really concerned with the lack of power. But like I said, I suspect the battery. So I go on, and as soon as the battery, as soon as I have an issue with any of those batteries, I put a piece of tape on it, right what I'm suspecting. And so that's where I was jealous, Joshua, because I don't have a charger that I can really test the internal resistance. Yeah. And let me know. Yeah. Being able to nerd out like that on some some of the things it's 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 not therapeutic, but it's <laughs> but it, it's pretty. But it can cool. be helpful yeah. if you're trying to troubleshoot. Well, and and, mm-hmm. and it's funny because a lot of those Zippy Compact batteries that I purchased um, early on when I got into the hobby, it was you know how can I balance my budget because I was doing the the vintage sure. car racing and I was doing the RC mm-hmm. thing. Sure. Well. Full circle now because the vintage car thing went away after a, a, you know a sudden dis- deceleration and, and concrete wall. Um, so I'm now at the point where like like things like those A spec batteries that I fly with in in the majority of my other planes now I've only got four or five five of those and those three S twenty two hundreds with sixty five C and they're beautiful batteries and they can take the punishment and they're just they're withstanding. So I'm at the point now where I when I look at a battery I really judge them on the merit. Okay. Yeah, the Zippy's like ten bucks, but this other battery is maybe a few dollars more. But this other battery is going to survive and and deal with the climates that I deal with too. Yeah. With you know, it's like minus thirty in the winter, then plus thirty in the summer Celsius. Sure. So. Yeah, I mean, there really is a certain element to you get what you pay for, and yeah. you know, to it, it for some people they prefer the cheap batteries because like ah, oh, just throw away. I really don't care. Yeah. And then again, for you, you know, if you're willing to pay a little bit more and have it last a little bit longer, that's yeah. fine too. And I've I'm I've now come to it's I mean I'm I'm a very quickly approaching my third year of uh, solid flying, and I've come to the realization that if I need a specific pack for a specific vehicle. Five or six packs is a magic number because if I actually make it to the field and I fly the same plane consecutively for five times in one day, I've had an awesome day. Because <laughs> otherwise, it's usually get out. I got two hours. Let's go. You know, and uh, I very rarely have a full flying day. So, hmm. do you do either of you guys have any of the new graphene packs no. from Hobby King? At all? Make, yet. They don't make them big enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That sounds like a personal problem. Yeah, they they really don't. I mean, I, they, um, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, the, I, I don't even have a 2200 three cell in my arsenal. I, wow. Yeah, oh, that's I, true. Come on. What? No. That's the biggest pack that I have. I, the biggest pack I have is a 5000 milliamp hour six cell. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And and it's funny though because I was so anti you know no 4s and I'm slowly going yeah. 4s on everything you yeah. know like and, quads and and the the warbirds the fleet of warbirds and the, are, and the, the smallest battery that I really have now are these these little I have 1300 three cells yeah. for the Gotha yeah for the Gotha because oh. it, it's all based around flight test motors that's but mm. but. And other than this, I have my little tiny chiclet batteries for my DLG, and mm-hmm. and then from there I've got a four cell twenty eight hundred, and a oh, no. three cell four thousand. You know, I I just don't thirteen hundred. What? Oh no! I think that can fly again. <laughs> oh yeah. How did I know <laughs> that that thing was gonna make it an appearance in this show? Oh, you know what? It's 
The story behind this, I mean, okay, outside of the crash and me giggling. You have to describe uh, it because remember, people are going to listen to this, not just watch it. All right, one, check out my social media because you'll see it. It's hilarious. But basically. <laughs> Shameless um, plug much. <laughs> you know what? Okay, Hashtag okay. Andre Rousseau. Yeah, I, I love my social media stuff. You know this. Now, I adore the arrow like a uh, josh bixler whenever i have a ta- chance to thank him i do because 2015 i flew zero fixed wing fpv zero because it was always such a production to get the plane right get the people have a spotter you basically don't need a spotter with an arrow i'm not saying you need a spotter i'm just saying you, you can throw it with your goggles and go and i've been flying since this thing came out and it, you know one landed on my doorstep i've been flying this thing <laughs> Hard and as often as I can, you know. I mean, it's just obviously you've been flying it hard. Oh, like, like <laughs> yeah. this is a durable. Okay, this is this this is the first pilot error on me I've had in a long time. It's been a good first pilot. Well, the only oh, one yeah. you'll admit to, right? Oh, you know. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mike. <laughs> I'll have the occasional mechanical and technical, but I haven't flown an aircraft, you know, into the dirt in a while, so. Occasional. Oh, yeah. Occasional. For for those of you who do not have the benefit of seeing this particular podcast, Andre (laughs) has a flight of arrow in front of him that he has bisected. It is two parts. I would would call it bifurcated. Bifurcated. I like bifurcated. There's even a 3D printed card cage, you know, that that allows me to run a 1300 in there that's shattered. If you can imagine a cross between model airplanes and a horror show, this would be the weapon that you would use to kill someone in that movie. But the, it looks like an axe. But the best yes. part is, I'll, I'll slap some hot glue on it and put it back together. So basically, of course you will. <laughs> you won't let anything die. No, I don't. I don't. Because it doesn't. Ryan, Ryan, you know, crash recovery despises my mentality for keeping these things going. I mean, I still got the FP racer in the back. I oh, think that thing is flying, again, Andre. I want to see that thing in the air at Flight Fest. It will. I, if you I bring it to Flight Fest, I will find some acetone for that thing. <laughs> Josh, whenever you do that, I'm coming with you no. because I'm. I will. How about this? I'll bring the lighter. You bring the acetone. We'll have a bonfire. I'll just say it while it's on fire. I just wanted to melt the foam. I didn't want to set it on fire, but that brings. I want to burn new it. <laughs> no, because it, because if you burn the acetate, uh, the 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 foam, the paper is still going to be there. You got to get rid of the paper too. No evidence. My, I was at my, I was at my Zero. dad's place, Nothing. and he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, like that that FT Mustang that you gave oh. me in August. It's been through winter. It's had a few crashes. And all this is, I'm retiring it. I built a new one, and I'm looking at it going." You're doing what to me? He says, I'm going to retire. And I'm like, give that to me. So it's ready to go. I put a new power pot in and fix it up. It, you know, reglued all the genetic. Oh, it's, you know, it, oh, I don't have, I, I, hey, this was my first flight test scratch bill from, from start to ban, you know, from, from start to finish. Very first one that I ever had, like, open it, cut the package open and go. And like I said, I fully credit Bixler, Josh Bixler, for getting me back in FEV flying. So the story behind this guy was literally, it was 10 seconds long, 10-second flight. I threw it in the air. Um, I turned right, <laughs> and I zipped around. 
and I'm coming over, and for whatever reason, I just didn't pull up. I just and it the, I happened to be flying FPV, and I had my um, my run cam on my goggles to capture my audio, and apparently, well, I, I tracked the airplane, and you can see it bounce off the deck. And I'm looking at this footage. I come home, and James is like, my son is like, what did you do to the arrow? I'm like, eh, whatever. So we look at the footage, and the onboard footage is it turns and just goes, whoop, and the footage goes black. I'm like, awesome. And I didn't even realize I had had the onboard, my my, uh, my hat cam footage. And we're watching it, and it's like, oh, this is so cool. So I start cutting together the video, and I find, like, the saddest music I could find for the release, you know. And it took 10 <laughs> seconds of total footage, maybe 20 with the two clips, right, and stretched it out to a minute. And it's just, you know, but the bounce, the bounce was just, the internet went nuts about the bounce because this thing hit the ground and went, and just shattered. And then my reaction audio is like, oh, oh, I've done some damage. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I want to take a moment and uh, I want to just let let it sink in that Andre is admitting that he crushed. Oh yeah, and I'd like to also just I, I'd like to play Celine Dion's "My Heart Will Go On" <laughs> just for you. It's okay, um, Andre. Hey, we uh, it's okay. We- Ryan Crash Recovery has been asking this question, and then then Low Elevation RC is following up. Apparently, we're we're getting bantered by these guys. Uh, are you registered with the FAA? And, and I assume they're not asking this of of, of Andre. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, we've actually um, another Canadian came back and asked me. Uh, Jason Erbring asked me about this. It was a query, and I've actually fired over a shot to Austin about this regarding Flight Fest. Because apparently the, the mm-hmm. rules are changing, and as a Canadian, I'm almost I, I need someone uh, to sponsor me, and because I the if a Canadian address should go in there and they're Amazon because they run through Amazon Cloud, they say oh sorry Canadian address you can't do you, you can't subscribe, so I'm gonna drop five bucks on uh, um, Chris Rod Caglione from the the After Hours crew, and I says yeah get me my number you know put me so basically he'll say Andre Russo at Chris's address. And I'll get my FAA number so I can slap them on my plane. So, huh. so, but yes, hmm. I will get one uh, if required. If not, I'll just steal Chris's number and then I'll do something really crazy okay. so he's get pinned. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you don't want any black said he'll sponsor you. You don't want well, that, Andre. You don't. Well, want it's you know I'm I'm not even I'm not even concerned about it because yeah I have my my Mac which is the equivalent of your uh, your F your um. Your AMA, AMA, thank you. Yeah, and uh, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm quite, uh, whatever. It is no difference. It's not going to affect how I fly flight mm-hmm. fest. Um, I was, oh, no. I'm just, I'm just kind of curious at the border if they're going to go. Are you registered? But I can't see the border patrol and the FAA getting along anyhow, right? Yeah. So, yeah. no, it's good point. It's a good point. Yeah. <sighs> so where were well, we? What were we talking about? Um, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to um, know? Updates. Well, it's updates from here. So uh, I think next is actually this guy, Patrick. Hey, that's me. Um, I'm back to the host. I've been up to quite a bit lately. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I had this flurry of productivity in the RC world. Um, behind me is my grand esprit as it sits today. She's come a long way. Uh, it's going back together. Um, it, it really is is close to being done. The only thing that I really need to work out is the uh, the high start uh, attachment below on the belly. 
that whole assembly was missing when I got the airplane. So I, I'm hoping to get some documentation or just be clever about working that out. Um, and I think it's coming out beautifully. Patrick, I, I for one am very impressed with your progress on that project. That's You've really done an incredible job, and that airplane is really stunning. Uh, okay, so, uh, it, I, yeah, hat that off to you. No, 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 not at all. Airplane. No, it's it's it really is a stunning airplane. You've yeah. done a lot with it, and I I I don't mean this in any kind of derogatory or mean mean way whatsoever, Pat. But your covering skills, you need to teach me a thing or two, because. I have a balsa plane upstairs that I'm going to want to cover before Flight Fest. So you and I need to have a covering tutorial 101 one of these uh, days. First, don't use Monocoat. That's my suggestion. Go with Ultracoat. Ultracoat goes on so much more nicely than, than Monocoat in, in my experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. I... It's not that difficult, and I'm not very good at it, but I'm getting better every time I, I do it. And I've, I've started using a heat gun along with it instead of just the uh, covering iron, and the heat gun really just shrinks everything up really quickly. Mm -hmm. and nice. Takes those wrinkles right out. It does. It's like magic. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, um, Mike, the, the planes that you fly, any of them ultra-cut or monocoat? Uh, yeah, my uh, uh, AJ Schlick Edge 540, and then the uh, Seagull okay. uh, Edge 540 as well. Okay, good deal. Yeah. I, I wasn't. Yeah. That's why, because I, I honestly didn't know. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, my my P6E Hawk is monocoat, and mm -hmm. I believe my A26 Texan is also monocoat. Yep. Andre. Have you got any monocoat aircraft? I don't. I used to. My very first airplane was an LT40. Uh, Sig LT40, and uh, I so I've got the iron still, and I use that for stuff. But uh, no, I don't have a Monaco plane anymore. I got uh, I gave that plane actually, ironically enough, I gave it to a friend uh, just before I got into electric, and uh, it still flies occasionally. So now everything right now is foam um, or EPP uh, with a with a coating or laminate over top of it, or uh, or a flight test uh, foam board. So. Well, my AJ selects electric. But yet it's a balsa and monocoque. Yeah. Where I fly, unless I go out to the and uh, Patrick's leaving in the middle of his update. <laughs> he ran away. Uh, if I want to fly something like a like a balsa plane, I can't fly out of the little park where I am. Uh, yeah. So we almost stick with the foam or the paper or whatever. So got it. Well, that okay. that place that place that you flew the uh, albatross. That yeah. is plenty. That's plenty big enough for that uh, that fifty-one inch AJ Schlick I had. Well, but it's a public park, and so ah, the, agreement yeah. we, the, the agreement we have is basically we stick with electric and foam and the and the multi rotors. Um, and yeah. right now it's quiet, but we're we're kind of concerned because there's three new soccer fields next door, so we don't. Yeah, have got it. So now I do have an airplane that's covered with solar techs, and that is probably the best covering material I've ever worked with. But it is also the heaviest material you can possibly pick to cover something. But it's, it's, it's really great stuff. Is that the stuff that's like fabric? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a, it looks like it has a weave into it, but the way that it stretches mm. and irons on it, it's just beautiful stuff, but it's super mm. heavy. Oh, what? Got it. Keith Brown and Jason Irving both say good evening, gentlemen. Well, hi. Yeah, good evening to good. both of them. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, so, uh, Patrick, yes. I saw you brought over an orange and white yes. colored uh, plane right there. Uh, what, what, uh, in, what exactly is that? This is a Midwest uh, Cessna Cardinal 177 from the mid-70s uh-huh. that uh, I'm currently converting to electric. I got oh, it. It had yeah. a nitro motor on the nose. Uh, channel. I have cut the ailerons out and sunk uh, servos into the wing. But this was one of the early foamy ARFs, and I don't know what kind of foam this wow. is made out of, but this stuff is super dense uh, and strong as all get out. It's covered in, uh, I don't know what it's covered in, I assume like a monocoat or something like that, so it's kind of hokey looking. But but the, the guy that built this did a real nice job on it. Um, you know, I, I can only assume like he had to hand cut all the the trim and all the pinstriping and all that stuff. Well, I don't That's know. Right. Yeah, so this is going to be flying soon, and I'm excited for that. I've got my little, uh, I mean, my, my uh, behind me, the green yellow uh, Livewire Champion. Um, I've been flying that on an electric motor, and it, it's just an absolute sweetheart to fly in the air. Fun plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw the uh, update you posted. That thing really sails really nicely. Yep, it's a it's Just a nice plane. Beautiful slow fly. Yep. So that's that's what I've been up to. Um, I think I've been doing something else too, but I can't remember what it is. In this <laughs> Squirrel. This is too many things going on. Squirrel moment. Yep. Exactly. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> yes. Mikey. Hmm. What have you been up to, my friend? Well, I haven't been up to much because, of course, living out here in Kansas, um, the wind blows like all the time. And in the last two months, it has done nothing but blow. I'm thinking 25 to 35 mostly. So oh, wow. I haven't been doing much, but I did. Bear with me for a second. I did uh, order some new Dow props. And for the Ooh, people in Kansas, look at those. I have some uh, three blades, and I also bought some two blades and I actually put uh, a set of the three blades on my Nighthawk and the only thing I've got to do is hover it in the garage but I'm going to tell you what <laughs> I almost I almost stuck it in the ceiling because <laughs> <laughs> I mean when it came off the ground it came off the ground so I'm gonna That's have to. Excellent. I'm gonna have to keep an eye on that for a little while. But other than that, nothing really at all. Um, I actually uh, charged a bunch of batteries and charged my DX9 uh, and got all ready to go Saturday, and then got up and the wind was blowing like 25 miles an hour. So I put all the batteries back on the charger and uh, put them back into storage mode and sat around and did a whole lot of nothing. No man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's been kind of grumpy about it too. Yeah, I've been real grumpy about it. I'm gonna get grumpy. I don't blame him. If I don't, yeah, I don't I fly soon, I'm uh, I'm gonna start burning airplanes. <laughs> yeah, I I feel for you real something real good, Mike, because I know you've been hurting real bad uh, with not flying at all this season. So. Well, it either rains or it wind blows. It's it's one or the other, and and there's no in between. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, absolutely. Andre, I couldn't help but notice you dragging a gigantic airplane into the shot as well. Well, you guys were talking about gliding and stuff, right? So I had to, uh, I had to show off this thing. So 
Oh, yeah, of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, it, it's a really interesting looking airplane. And I'm slowly coming to terms with it, because the first time I flew it, it terrified me. <laughs> so, um, it does like a nice big battery in it. And so, I flew this, the first time I flew it, I had a Zippy Compact in it, and it was tail-heavy and severely underpowered. And uh, the first footage, I actually rolled it uh, in flight, and it was just, I'm like, oh my goodness, and it just, it was just, it was terrifying. Tuesday this week, I threw in one of my better, bigger packs, the A-Specs, and um, it, uh, it it was handling great, but it was crazy windy. Like, uh, running the EDF, I got about three minutes or so on the battery pack. It was like, just bombing around, uh, but I was like, okay, I can handle this thing, I can fly it. And then on the weekend, uh, Saturday, I took it up, and for the first time, I was able to, you know, very much like the Radiant, get it up to altitude, cut the motor, and I glided around and got some good, consistent gliding with it. So uh, I'm looking forward to. Uh, we're going to bring it. I'm going to bring it to Ohio in May when I go up, and we're going to tow with the Tundras. And uh, so I've got, you know, like uh, with the after-hour crew, I'll have the Tundra, and we'll have this one, and the Radians, of course. And uh, so the next thing I need to do with it is I do need to add some color because all it's got is those little red stripes so I can get closer to the camera, you know. And so I need some black on the tips and stuff because when it got up really high, I was like, eh. But what's really cool is it fits in the car. Oh, <laughs> nice. the wings off, right? So drop you drop the seat and because uh, the fuselage is under forty inches, so I just basically shove it in the car and go. You know. Cool. Well, I would highly recommend you use some yellow because I have four planes with yellow now, yeah. and you yes. never lose a plane that has yellow nope. on it. Nope. <laughs> it's the best color. Uh, yeah, like if you look at any of my scratch builds, nine times out of ten, uh, I do yellow and black patterns because that yeah. is what. That is what works for me visually. Reds are terrible for me. Um, just you know, so I, I I do tend to put the black and stripes or the red uh, or sort of the yellows, and that just seems to work. But uh, it's been an interesting experience. Um, again, this 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 ties over from my uh, uh, the Hobby King release there of the Tundra, and uh, Stuart came back and said, "Are you interested in testing this one out for us and seeing what you think?" and it's just, it's like I said, it's been a growing, well, it's been a growing experience for me because every time I do something, I'm trying to push my video end of it and everything and, and the podcast stuff and just the ongoing effort. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, that. Woo. Hey, uh, Darth Vader's back. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. That only took, what, 40 minutes? <laughs> That's really so that's weird. really entertaining. Hey, hey, say I find your lack of faith disturbing. Come on. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> oh, derailed the whole thing. Yeah, we're about we're about yeah, an hour totally. in. every time. Every time. Every time. And I I, I have uh, edit marked it. Yep, it's it's about an hour in for every all, time. For all, every time, every time without fail. Um, just because I'm going to cut uh, this part back. of the show out. Oh, I'm back. back. Oh, you're never good. mind. <laughs> I was going to say, for those of you who are in the host-only chat, please check your Facebook and 
give our sincere grievance to Fred Provost. Yeah, Fred. Why did he die? Um, no, something did, apparently. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, uh, he's clearing up the mess. So, uh, fun for him. Fred, we, we, um, we are very sorry that you cannot make it with us this evening. And uh, we wish you were here, my friend. Fred, if it makes you feel any better, I'm playing yeah. with a piece of lead. I'm going to get myself lead poisoning just for you, buddy. Ooh, I have one, too. Look at that. Nice! We're lead yeah. buddies now. That's always fun. Oh. <laughs> I just have boring old Velcro oh, over here. My, it is boring. But I have, so, but I have beverage, so it's okay. Hey, cheers. <laughs> cheers, indeed. Actually, what I, for those of you who are watching the live stream, I am enjoying a delicious Belhaven Scottish ale. So if anyone oh, is into Scottish. their European ales, Scotties, Belhaven does the best in the entire world. No mm. questions asked. And they do a particularly good Wee Heavy as well. So I'm enjoying some Bellhaven. Um, but yeah, so um, I think, is it? Yeah, go. I believe it. Is it? And I know you got some okay. exciting stuff too. All right. Well, so first of all, I have to say a big thank you to everyone for your extraordinary patience. Um, my family, uh, my wife and I, and the for children, wherever they may be. Mm -hmm. um, we, we've been rather busy with a lot of stuff going on, and uh, I really appreciate everybody being so patient. Uh, the reason the podcast has been on hold has a lot to do with me. Uh, so thank you all for being so patient and so uh, willing to sit with us through the, uh, the little bit of a hiatus that we've had over the last couple of episodes. Uh, we will be ramping up uh, that to our at least, I, I would say, at least once a month minimum. Um, and we, we definitely will be doing a show more regularly. So thank you all for being so patient. Um, yeah, the, the last, what, six weeks has been a roller coaster uh, for me. Um, I have been trying to figure out what all I'm doing for Flight Fest. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I came to the conclusion that I wanted to do uh, the Bloody Ripper. I wanted to do the um, uh, what was the Reliant that I was going to do. I was going to do like I had so many projects on my plate, and I I realized none of this is going to get done before Flight Fest. I need to really pare down what I'm going to do um, and focus in on uh, a couple of really core projects. Um, and so my buddy, uh, Tim, Tim Michael, also known as the RC newbie, RC him newbie. and I have been, yep, exactly. And everyone, uh, if you haven't followed him already, please go on his YouTube channel, like, and subscribe. Um, he does phenomenal content about multi-rotors, um, Good guy. and his experience in breaking in. He's a phenomenal guy. He is going to be on the show. He said he will be a guest host with us, so he will be on with us very shortly. Oh, cool. So Tim... Here's to you, buddy. We, we really look forward to having you on. Um, it's actually, coincidentally, Josh, it's his birthday this week as well, so happy birthday, Happy Tim. birthday, Tim. Um, happy birthday, Tim. And um, thank happy you, guys. And, uh, oh, God, he's singing again. Uh, <laughs> so um, sing him and I, we've, yeah, really, we've, uh, we've been collaborating on some projects, and um we did a build night with my HMB, uh, where I had switched out some uh, ESCs while he was doing uh, a couple of bits and pieces on his uh, uh, ESCHEEN, uh, converting that over to the totem. 
Um, and uh, so we did that build night together, and then we followed up, and this video has not been released yet, so I'm kind of jumping ahead. Um, but we just finished, well, he we finished recording it a couple of weeks back, but he's working on editing it up. But we just finished a simul build of the MRM 180. What's that? And let me just say, the MRM is multi-rosomania, yeah. and it is a clone of the ZMR. So it is a cloned 180 of the ZMR. Um, it is a beautiful little quad. I love mine. Um, I had some issues with the flight controller during the video, so I have not made mine. However, he has, and I love the way this thing flies. He went for a little bit more of a, a, a heavy build. I went more on the light side of the build. Um, mine's tipping out at just over 270 grams. So it doesn't quite fit the FAA requirement like I was hoping, but um, it should allow me to do a lot of the acro flying that I really want to get into. Um, I've been playing a lot uh, with liftoff uh, to really hone my skills. So a lot of content from me recently has been coming through from Multirosis, which I'm really excited that uh, I'm going to be doing more with the Multirose stuff. Um, from the fixed... Yeah, really. From, I know his feelings on multis so i'm gonna just leave him be um <laughs> keep my mouth um, shut yeah i know you too josh um and so with that being said so i you know with everything going on again a lot's been going on with uh, my myself personally and uh my wife so we we've really had to pare down a lot of the projects that we've had or i've had on the table and so i wanted to divert a lot of my focus towards her um but Thanks to Joshua Orchard and Dan Sponholz and their um, bait, the Dawn Patrol, um, you guys have really inspired me um, to produce a baby Brit. And so thanks to uh, Rasterize, I'm going to be uh, doing a... Uh, sorry about the... Hi, Allison! Hi! <laughs> hi, Allison! Hi, Allison! Everyone, every, everyone's saying hi to you, by the way. Um, <laughs> well, of course... <laughs> Monty Python reference, of course. <laughs> Love it. What was that? Patrick is that. Everyone high, but <laughs> Could you hear yeah. that, everyone? Everyone what? says hi, but Patrick. Says hi to everyone, but Patrick. She loves yeah. me. You're officially on the podcast now, by the way. Um, sorry for sorry for that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I'm uh, I'm now doing uh, a baby Brit, and that will be my pre flight fest project. So I think this is actually a really good time to kind of shift gears. Uh, I'm going to kind of turn the table. I'm going to loose, let loose the camera here. Um, let, let's start talking about flight fest. Um, and this is actually, uh, all the, the, I cannot take credit for this idea at all. This is, I think Patrick and Mike, uh, were talking about doing a show like this. So the idea of this show is we're going to talk flight fest and specifically flight line safety. Um, this is kind of our prelim show, Mike. You would describe it as yeah, our uh, pre-flight fest. Yeah, kind of, well, more more of a um, yeah a preliminary before we get to the seriousness of flight line etiquette. Mm -hmm. I mean, because we really yep. need um, everyone to understand flight line etiquette. Uh, number one for safety reasons, because we've seen so much in the last two years of the flight fest. Uh, people not really following the rules and we're not doing it because we're a bunch of, you know, you have 
have to follow the rules, it's because people will get hurt. <laughs> I mean, it, it's yeah. just that simple. We don't want anybody to get hurt. And I know that uh, Andre Hello. Uh, really does not want anyone to get hurt. <laughs> no. Well, but but we don't either. So. You know, I mean, go ahead. Who me? Oh, I'm, I'm not sure. Somebody was getting ready to talk. So. Well, I'll, I'll I'll just I'll just preface all of this. So last year at Flight Fest, you know, I was in a build tent the whole time. Um, and you know the build tent is a solid twenty foot, would you say, from the actual flight line rope, and then it's you know another ten yeah. feet to the actual flight line. So you know you're talking a good thirty feet. And I had on one yeah. occasion where an airplane nearly took out my project on the table inside the build mm -hmm. tent. Yeah. And I yep. think a lot of it comes from people not understanding some of this flight line etiquette just for safety's sake. And, it, mm -hmm. you know, it could, it could have been someone's kid, you know. I, yeah. I wouldn't have had a problem. If I had a prop sticking out of my eyeball, I would have been like, yeah, it's all good, man. You're having fun. But seriously, if it's someone's kid, I, I'm, I'm not going to take that chance. So that's, that's really why we wanted to get together and talk about this. Yeah, and, and speaking as a complete noob, um, because really this is my first event where I will actually physically be flying. Um, so it's really, really, really uh, a big deal to all of us. Um, and Ryan Pat is, uh, aka, um, I'm sorry, what's his screen name? I'm terrible. Crash with screen recovery. Names. Crash, Crash recovery. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, sorry, Ryan. Terrible with screen names. Um, so yeah, Ryan's Ryan's the the first aid guy. So he's really you know wanting to stay on point with this thing. Um, and, uh, you know, as coming from someone who's completely new to this, I don't know the first thing about what the proper thing to do is um, at a flying event. So coming in and doing this kind of preliminary, um, because it is, uh, we're not going to do a f our formal episode on Flight Fest yet because we're physically not ready to do it. Um, but this kind of gets the gears rolling as to what to start thinking about when it comes to um flight lines as well as going to your an, an event it doesn't have to be just flight fest but an event for the very first time go so we're things to note 101 so what what would your opinion be on what the very first thing to know about going to an rc event and planning to fly attend the pilot briefing yep I've never been Every to morning, one of right? those. Every morning, yeah. go to the pilot briefing. There can be announcements of things that happen overnight that you just won't know about. Yeah. There, because people, someone could radio in to John Fury and say, I'm going to be arriving at this time. Yeah. And they make an announcement of it, and so you can plan for that. And rather than be like, well, there's no airplanes coming in. Well, you know, a full-scale airplane could be a couple miles out, and you have to have the runway set. But, you know, it's, it's not just stuff like that. It could be, okay, someone got hurt yesterday. Let's all learn from this lesson today. Yeah. And those are really important things to take away. And it's really important to be able to take that back to the flight line. And if someone else is not behaving, you can say, I'm just self-policing. Really, you should take what we learned from the pilot meeting this morning, and we really shouldn't be doing that. So, number one, attend the pilot 
briefing. It's the yeah. best thing you can do to start off a day right. Yeah. Now, when I say I've never attended one, there's always been a reason why I haven't. I've always been busy doing something at that block in the morning the first year I was in charge of registration. And last year, yeah. I was probably trying to get you to eat something or something like that. Yeah. Oh, that was only at 9 o'clock okay. in the morning. I had been only going for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, can I just can I pause this show for just one second to introduce Crash oh, Recovery no. himself? Ryan oh, Pat is There's joining a us to above talk. his head like a deity yep. or something. So first of all, let me introduce Ryan. Ryan Pat has been craving to come on as one of our guest hosts for yes. I don't know how long. Yes. So Ryan, first of all, welcome to the show. Um, I'm also attempting to get Asbjorn the crazy on Viking. as oh, God, guest. So please bear with me a moment while I connect hey, both of these. While you're doing that, can I answer a question? Um, yes, please Jason, do. Jason, uh, the sailplane behind me, that's a – it's no. an Airtronics Grand Esprit from the uh, <laughs> early 1970s. And uh, Keith Brown, I don't know what language you're talking, Keith. Uh, you're one of those fancy electronic guys. You know stuff. Like you're smart. And uh, that GPS question you asked, I have no idea, bro. None. But I, I'm looking forward to seeing you get at Flight Fest. <laughs> there we go. Okay. So Asbjorn should be joining us shortly. So let, let's uh, let's talk about pilot briefings uh, for a second. So. What all is it about the pilot's briefing that's so important to attend? What 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 am I going to find out there, and uh, what what all is said during it? I just I, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was I was going to make sure that. Uh, uh, that actually oh God! That. <laughs> that is, you guys know I'm long-winded. Come on now. Oh, I gotta be right back. I gotta go. Oh, no. Uh, well, I mean, in my experience, in all the pilot briefings I've gone to, I've attended Warbirds over Delaware and a couple of other local events and things like that, but, you know, you're going to find out the pattern, the typical pattern of the field, so that you're all flying the same pattern to help avoid collisions. Uh, you're also going to know yeah. if if you're flying on 72 megahertz, usually they will indicate, you know, you really shouldn't be flying on this because we've had a lot of experience interference. At Flight Fest, they'll say, don't fly near the oil pump <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. everybody, die, everybody dies near the oil pump. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you can also get a sense of, okay, so where's the safety uh, officer and Ryan will raise his hand and say, "Come see me for a princess band-aid." <laughs> uh, you know, there's lots of different things that you'll learn where things are, uh, how to operate. Sometimes things will change. So if something changes, like the princess band-aids are now on the west end of the field as opposed to the east end of the field, um, whether uh, wind is changing for one day and the pattern may change. You need to know that as well, uh, who your flight line officer is going to be. Um, if there are any other safety restrictions that are, you know, to that per that specific site, those two. I was at a fly-in in, in Laurel, Maryland, and they literally fly right over Interstate 95, 
and they have literally had people call the FAA saying, oh, my gosh, there's an airplane going down because guys are flying aerobatics with their smoke on, and they think that these airplanes are literally flying into the ground and going to crash. And they always say at the briefing, do not fly with smoke on and stay away from I-95. And those are the kinds of things you have to be careful of because we're not trying to scare the public, you know. Um, we do actually have a question from Jason um, Ubering as well. Ubering. And that question is, sorry, Ubering, um, what is a pattern? So when you're describing a pattern uh, and in relation to the flight line, what exactly is that? All right, so anybody else want to answer this before I jump on it? It's the well, thing I, that I violated the first year flight test. <laughs> yes, I can yes. There is so, a certain direction that all the planes are flying in, and yes. you like to keep them going in the same direction. Yeah. Now, correct me if I am wrong, but they, normally at some at most flying events, there are different flight lines which divide the different types of aircraft that are able to fly in those particular areas. So, for example, you'll have a heli flight line. You'll have a multi-rotor flight line. You'll have a line-of-sight flight line where, uh, for an event like Flight Fest, for example, it will be all electric fixed wings. And then another end, at the other end of the field, will be like a sports flight line. So, like, that would be your aerobatics, your 3D, all of those type of things. And pretty much the idea of the, of the pattern is that none of those individual areas will ever intersect with another area. Well, 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 I know that this is a hot topic because the idea being <laughs> is that there are invisible lines at each of these points and no aircraft should, should, should do, don't hate, hate me for this, should pass those are the flight lines. We know for a fact that never, ever, 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 ever happens. I've never done that. Ask, ask the stone blue guys in a helicopter. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> for sure. That's like <laughs> test 2014. It definitely yeah. happened. But that, that's what we're so, trying to avoid, though, because at that first year, our pilot briefings were the Band-Aids are over here, have fun. And yeah, last yeah. year, the, the flight line briefings were much more, you know, safety conscious and, you know, watch out for the kids, have a good time. This is over here, drink lots of water, uh, don't slip in the mud. If you get a tick, go over here. You know, those kinds of things because you're watching out for kids. We but, tried to have some proper flight line uh, communication even uh, the first year. But, yeah. Uh, right. nobody, nobody came. Yeah. Right. <laughs> maybe, maybe a handful. Yeah, and that's again. That's the other. That's why I raised that because exactly. you you have to go to the to the pilot meeting in order to know what to do to be safe. Yeah, like mm. in 2014, I, I think I spent well at least 20 laps uh, a day up and down the flight line, just talking to all the, all, all the other volunteers and all the guests of uh, trying to to exactly about the flight line uh, etiquette. Mm -hmm. uh, not 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 go to the flight line and go between the the numbers and fly between the other two pilots that are, that's are, are actually flying at their stations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, wait in line. <laughs> yeah, uh, wait in line. Wait in. Seriously, you'll have a chance. Just wait yeah. in line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We know the, that the, the, these planes though they don't fly for long. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially so, at the beginner flight line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, everybody, everyone, everyone could wait for three minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And the reason why we've got Asbjorn on here is because of the fact that he's been the captain of the flight line for the last two years. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Asbjorn, uh, you haven't been on a podcast either. Would you like to introduce yourself briefly? Well, uh, I'm the crazy Viking. Um, I live far away up north, uh, where among the polar bears. No, no, no. I'm far up north. You're on another continent. (laughs) (laughs) We're really going international for this show. Andre, 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 you're south. You got you there, bro. Remember, remember, Anchorage, Alaska is south of me. Yes, that's true. Yes, I I was, you know, I was teasing Andre about climate earlier, um, Asbjorn. I, you know, I can't do that with you because you will throw an axe at me, and I don't want that. You're you're Brit, you know. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Make your head into a canoe. (laughs) <laughs> something like that. to the new world. Yeah. The North, no, the North Sea is uh, well, kind of, kind of funny. Yeah, it does weird things, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah but uh, anyway, uh, the last two years I've been uh, attending uh, Flight Fest and uh, as uh, one of the volunteers. Been Are doing, you? Uh, do you have any idea if you're going to make it back this year? Uh, I hope so. I really, really hope so. I hope so, so too, but, buddy. Uh, yeah. I don't know yet. Uh, I can't make any promises. Yeah, understood, understood. Yeah. And last year, you were kind of last minute. Yeah. Yeah, but and, that was a pleasant uh, surprise. Yeah, and this year is even more sketchy. Gotcha. Yeah. We may have to try to help fix that. And we won. I had a pleasant surprise from the tax, uh, yeah. Office. <laughs> oh, yeah. the tax return wasn't the return. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that 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 I know that thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that was everyone, literally. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, okay. So we've we're at the pilot briefing. Uh, obviously, we want to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um, what uh, would there be any reason? Uh, okay, being completely new at this, would there be any reason? other than having a morning briefing, to maybe do, like, an afternoon briefing? Is that a thing at Actually, all? Actually, um, I would suggest uh, doing a briefing two to three days, the two to three times a day. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, depending, yeah, it's a and good it, opportunity to raise things as they come along, and if it, anything is flagged. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And there are always people coming and going. Yes, yes. right. Yeah. Right. And that, you know, the main reason why I'm thinking this is just, I know myself in the morning. I'm not very alert and or orientated first thing in the morning. What do you mean you're British? I am a Brit. I need a, I need a cup of tea first thing to wake me up. Yeah. I need some caffeine. No, no, because if you're staying with anywhere near us, you're going to have Eric's coffee and you'll be up for four days. So That's there'll true. No problem. I've already promised him several bags of coffee beans from my local coffee oh. shop, so uh, I expect that to be on he, tap. He will do magic with them. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can't make them look alive. But uh, assuming assuming you're like me and you don't pay attention to the pilot's briefing, is there anywhere um, 
at the event where the flight line rules are posted and or the daily, so-called the daily news, would be posted for everyone to see it? Hmm. Uh, not the last two years, but uh, you can always uh, just uh, go to the Orange Church shirts. Yes, sir. Yeah, contact the volunteers. They, if they don't know, they find out. Yeah, I mean, part part of going to one of these events is being a responsible citizen. So I know the last two years it's been kind of hard to listen to the PA system, but they do make announcements on those. Yeah. So, you know, if you hear something that, oh, there's going to be a meeting or something, then you really need to drop what you're doing and try to participate as an active person in the community at the event. Yes. And, and one of the problems, and, and I see uh, uh, Keith Brown is saying, you know, a few more speakers down the flight line, and I don't know what the uh, plan is this year. Can you shed any light on that, Andre? I do think they're going to be addressing it. Um, there was a whack of notes from last year, and we're building it up and building it up. So I think sure. it is in the um, – I, I, sorry, Fred's telling thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, boy. Like, that's what it was. Everything is evolving, and we took a lot of detailed notes, and we learned a lot last year. I mean, last year pushed the entire volunteer crew and the you know yep. our area of innovation to just deal with ongoing tasks was just you know a phenomenal experience. I mean, we worked hard. I mean, I don't know how many hails of uh, bales of straw I slung, oh, but yeah. I did a couple. A lot. So. But every year, everything evolves, everything grows. And Fred, I will throw out a full wow. Uh, I've been reading through their notes and, and uh, you know, really digesting everything they're coming through. And I can tell you that um, um, Austin and the team has been really working, and they're 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 months ahead of the schedule right now compared to where we've been in the last so two that's years. Good. good. That's so. Good. That's really great. Yeah. So this stuff is it's it's been really interesting. Um, being involved at this level and really, you know, my, my interaction with, with the entire flight desk crew has been way up because I'm just, we're digesting this. And I think at the stand, I haven't checked over the weekend, but I think I'm at about 70, maybe 75 registered uh, volunteers so far. That's good. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's, that's very good. Well, I know my name's on that yep. list. Yeah, and uh, everybody's sure. going to get assigned to something. Um, usually I'm able to go off their first choice, and my goal is two shifts. Two shifts cool. uh, over and, and spread out over two days only. So if you're you know if you're scheduled for Thursday, well, you work Saturday. If you're scheduled for Friday, you work Friday and Sunday kind of thing, but only two shifts so far. Fingers crossed, right. no promises yet, because I still need another 30 or 40 bodies. <laughs> Well, I can be honest with you. I have not signed up, and the reason I haven't is, is because I've done so much last year without signing up for anything. I mean, other than just the uh, uh, registration. But yeah. I, I did it all on my own. You know, it wasn't anybody asking. It was just doing it because you felt like doing it, you yeah. know. And I'll be honest with you. I didn't this year at all, and I'm not sure that I'm going to truly sign up, but I know I'm going to be there Wednesday um, just to help like set up and do all those kind of things and then nice. off. that'll uh, be appreciated I'm figure sure figure out what I'm gonna do. Yeah. I may have to sign up just to get a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, actually everyone in this group will probably do more work than uh, most people never see. But yeah, exactly. The, the <laughs> right off the top one does not want to work. Remember that. 
You well, never I'm... work, Ryan. <laughs> I don't work, <laughs> work as hard as I did last year. Although, Ryan, I think this year I've got you down for uh, first aid and security. Yeah. I don't know what I That's not for, but, no, yeah. but honestly, we've been lucky the past few years. I think the worst thing we've had so far in the past two years was a little girl grabbed a soldering iron thinking it was yeah. a and I was the one that found her because I heard a little girl crying, and I went immediately to go find what it was and took her straight to Ryan. Yeah. And nice pack and some kind words, and I think I even gave her a Hello Kitty band-aid just for the hell of it, and she was happy. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, we've been real lucky. We had a couple of prop strikes last year, but nothing major. I mean, one yeah. guy probably could have gotten stitches, but... He was an old coot from Tennessee, and he just wrapped it up. And by the time I got to him, it was actually bleeding through the Band-Aid, but he didn't want anything. So yeah, we didn't force it on anybody. But um, I have, like I said, I signed up for other stuff, but I'm still going to do the first aid. Yep. But I'm really one person just, you don't want to see coming to help you. And I uh, Actually, Ryan, I've got about, I think I've got two or three other uh First aiders as well, and a uh, I think another lady is signed up, so that's good because I felt we needed to, you know, both male. And last male. year we had about five people that were just kind of floating around yeah. as first aiders. Yeah, exactly, and that's uh, that's the intention, and everything is growing, and uh, over the coming weeks you'll see a lot more communication from the uh, from the flight fest or flight test crews as we start building and establishing everything we need. And uh, I'm still going to be doing active recruitment the entire time while I'm there. And that works out really well where occasionally we just pick up a couple people just to fill in shifts here and there. So pray to like gosh. We picked up quite a few. <laughs> pray to gosh. That, well, last year was awesome. I mean, we, we put out page calls for, you know, I need a couple extra bodies on parking because, I mean, the parking crew was just <laughs> because what we were having to do and, and the runners, the shuttle runners. Yeah. I'm just like, pray to gosh this year that we don't have to do that again, but uh, you know, we'll put out active calls and, and usually I've got I've got people on the list that say, you know, their their name is there, then they've got, you know, two or three people coming with them that, that can help out as well. So I'm quite confident that we'll have this whole thing out. By the end of May I should have I'm I'm hoping by the end of May to have the entire list filled and then we'll have the over you know overflow people to help out. So Andre. Uh, yes sir. One of the big uh, challenges is actually getting people to meet uh, when they should Yes, that is because, a big challenge. Uh, like last year, I felt uh, I actually I, I actually felt I had to go hide if I wanted to do nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I hear you, man. I hear you, and uh, that is a big problem. And uh, this is where I'm really working that we don't have this. So we've got three shifts a day. Morning, afternoon, and and p.m. So a.m., midday, and p.m. And if everything goes well, you literally are scheduled for two shifts the entire weekend versus yeah. you know one per day. And I mean, I worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even want to talk about how much I did that weekend. But the, the biggest mistake I made was I walked around with a dirt like clipboard. clipboard. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest but, mistake away was being tall and looking like a Viking. Yes. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what you're suggesting, Asbjorn, is stay small and stay out the and way. Take your, okay, I can do and that. take your orange <laughs> you know t-shirt off when you're done your shift. Yeah, absolutely. No, no. You know take your orange shirt off. Look, uh, that didn't help. No, <laughs> no I really didn't. <laughs> it's a community. And 
Um, when Fred said he wasn't able to make it due to his new job commitments, Austin dropped me a note and said, hey, are you willing to do this position? And it has nothing to do, there are people that are, you know, good friends that are like, why did you do this? You know, and I said, no, I didn't do this for me. I didn't do this for anything else. I did it because flight test has been such an important part of my life in the last three years, and Flight Fest has been such an amazing experience that, okay, I'm going to go to Ohio, I'm going to work my tail off for a couple of days, I know I'm going to come home exhausted, but it is so worth it because of what I've been able to get out of the experience and the people. I mean, so I'm like, you know what? It's a little bit of organization, it's a little bit of coordinating, it's nothing that's going to push me beyond my any of my personal mental abilities, so... Why not? Game on, you know? Okay, well, you haven't done it yet, so look out, Andre. Yeah. <laughs> Fred was looking pretty haggard by the end of the uh, whole thing yeah, last but, year. I have to admit that uh, I've never done as, as little flying as after uh, flight test. Oh, goodness. <laughs> when, you, when we flew the Radians, I was so tired by the time we got to the Radians last year that it was like after, well, I mean, and, and you know, you're, you're looking at ten different Radians going, is that mine? <laughs> right? I, I fully expect it, but I'm still going to go and I'm still going to give it all that I've got because, well, hey, it's my vacation. I'm going to have fun. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, that's part of the reason I made the pitch to Austin about the building series, mm-hmm. because it, I love to fly. I really do, <laughs> believe, believe it or not. But you know, I I wanted to be able to contribute something in the best way that I knew how, yeah. and uh, that really started from a conversation that I had with Crafty Dan last year during the podcast, the group podcast. Yeah. We were sitting in the back of the the tent I was building and we were just having a good time chatting. We're like, you know, everything that we go to as professionals that's like a festival, it has like these clinics or these these talks where you have specialists come in and you yeah. learn something new and this is really evolving now into something like that. This is this is huge. And I think and, Yeah, go ahead, Andre. Year three, my friend. Year yeah. three and year we're three. already making Huge, huge climb. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm That's excited right. to see how these workshops come along. And, Don't uh, forget, our first year we had more people than Joe Null does, and Joe Null's how many years running? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And, and speaking of which, okay. we're coming full circle now. Where for my aspect of the building series, Patrick will be assisting me. My lovely assistant, Patrick. <laughs> Is what he will be known oh, as. <laughs> and uh, Carl Leidick will also be helping me for my build sessions. So um, it's, it's going lovely too. Yeah, he is love, not as lovely as you, Patrick. I was, no, I was so, I was ribbing David Vindisto pretty good, saying, "Do you know what time in the morning your session is?" And he's like, "No." I'm like, "It's early, dude." <laughs> uh, <laughs> got the 5 a.m. session. <laughs> yeah. Electronics with David at 5 a.m. No, it's like 8 o'clock in the morning. But I'm like, electronics first thing in the morning. Oh, that's gonna be tough. Somebody's gonna get zapped. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so uh, I I want to quickly pop over to a couple of the Q and A things because Keith Brown um, brought up a really good point. Um, he was asking if I can find where his question was. Keith, where did your question go, buddy? Uh, Keith had a really good point um, to do with the flight line stuff. 
and I have now lost this question. I oh, I know guys. what it is. Um, I, I saw it earlier. He was talking about, uh, um, you know, hollering your intentions or shouting. Yeah, yes. thank you. That's what I was trying to yeah. say. So, oh, so real, real quick, do you mind if I quickly take this one, guys? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, man. So, for those of you who do not fly at a an AMA club field, um, because I know there's probably a good number of the uh, people who who do but again even if you don't it's really good practice call out exactly what you are planning on doing and when you are planning on doing it (laughs) even if you don't know what your plane is doing just call it out as a dead stick and what we mean is this so you have your airplane you put it out up into the air because of course tall grass you're probably going to hand launch it so you hand launch your airplane, Andre, um, and say you throw it up in the air and you pull an Andre and it comes tearing around and you have no control. Yell out, no control. Or yell out, dead stick. Just yell something so that everyone else around you can tell exactly what is going on with your airplane because the worst thing that you can do is say nothing at all and none of us know what the heck is going on. And the very best thing to do is have a good spotter so that you two can communicate. So if you're in one of those jams, your job as a pilot is to make sure that it doesn't hit someone and your spotter's job is to call out and say, this guy's going to hit you unless you move. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yep. So, hey, can I offer a suggestion on that one too? Yes, Don't please. Say look out, heads up, or whatever, because I saw that a couple times, and everyone on the flight line, regardless if they had a <laughs> in the hand or not, looked away and from what their plane was doing. And I one time saw three other planes crash because nobody was paying attention. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. Well, Good night, Jason. In, in, in a very large in a very large event like this, that's going to happen. I mean, there's not a lot you can do, and it's better to at least the person that is truly crashing to begin with at least say something <laughs> other than nothing at all and take yeah. somebody's head off. Yeah, absolutely. I want to add that uh, if you are in a pinch and you lose control out, out over, the, over the field, if it's way out in the field, don't say anything. It just distracts those other people. Yes, fighting to get this is true. There. Only when you're looking at it and it's going to cross over the flight line should you be calling yes. something. Yes, but if you you're flying have... over so... the pits, absolutely start hollering. If, it, yes. if, if you're flying over, over yourself and go back into the camping, into the tents, into uh, something, somewhere it can hit someone, yell, yeah. What you can, yeah. but uh, yeah. if, if, yeah. if 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 you go for got a crash way out in the fields, shut up, go go pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But and, and again, and, that calls into question too the the different maneuvers that you're doing because this is such an active flight line. You really can't afford yourself to fly low very often. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna yeah. fly low, you have to say low pass because there's someone who's just landed and they want to go out and get. They want to holler on the field and go get yep. their airplane. And it, if you're just going to willy-nilly say, oh, I'm going to do a low pass, well, someone could be walking out on that flight line, and you're going to go straight into their face. 
Yeah. It hurts when you get hit in the head with an yeah. airplane too. Because, it's happened. because you're focusing on your airplane and you don't know what the other pilots are doing, so they need to be respectful of you as a pilot, and you need to be respectful of them as a pilot when they have finished their turn. And, and remember those four, five, six, seven-year-olds just running out. Exactly. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, getting their plane. And that's yep. where your spotter is important because you will see that if you're flying an airplane. Correct. Right. Can I can I real quick, can we just quickly go over the way that Fury Field is laid out? Big. Because a lot of people Whoa. don't really because you I mean you get a kind of a sense of it when you're looking at the flight test episodes, but really let let's kind of go through what you can kind of expect in the way that the field is laid out. Um, a lot of walking. So can someone please I've got a golf for those of us who have never <laughs> okay, been there? I got you. I got who you, have Joel. never been there. I got there. you. Thank you. I, Patrick, I, I'm going to start at the western end of the field, which is the uh, the quote-unquote no-fly zone, which, which some people take as the radiant flight line. Um, <laughs> um Wondering who they don't really fly. They, don't, they just sort of float yeah. there. Yes. Now, um, there is the western end. Uh, there are houses directly uh, across the road from the runway, not not far yeah. away. So, so that's kind of a buffer zone. They don't want people flying there. Uh, heading, except for yes, us. Except for us. Um, <laughs> heading eastward. Uh, I believe the first thing you come to is the heli flight line. F- I thought that was FPV. You're going yeah. off last year. Like, look, guys, there's a there's a there is a new map in place. There's okay. a new design. Um, I will tell you that that road we accessed it from last year. We won't be using at all. The access will be on the far right side this year. Remember the emergency exit where we were pumping people out know. afterwards. So the layout is going to be dramatically different. I'm, I'm going to wait because, like I said earlier, um, I want Austin to do the release, but I've seen the early demo, and I think you guys will be impressed with how they've managed to um, spice it up and actually utilize the property a whole lot more effectively. So, oh, cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. And that was kind of – it wasn't my intention to go through the map but, stuff. Um, yeah. But – just to kind of describe, so you have, there's you have areas kind of, for different types of flying. Yes, sir. Right. Yeah. yeah. Andre. And so you've kind of got, um, so the way that the field is, is there's what, soybeans is what they usually grow out Yeah, corn. corn. So you've got soybeans, corn, so it, it might be right. here. Children. Okay, so there's children in the corn. Children. <laughs> yep. So they, they have, um, a growing field, which is kind of where I'm assuming majority of the flying takes place. I'm thinking most of the crops will be gone this year because we'll. Uh, I think they harvested a lot of that stuff. Well, they were harvesting while we were there last year, so yep. I think that's the the advantage this year is we're going to be they're going to have all the soy gone, and I think they're going to have the corn gone. If I'm right, I might be It's going to be, be early. Yeah. It's going to be close. crazy early to have the corn gone. Yeah. Yeah. Andre, Andre, one big one big question uh, regarding the flight lines. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, actually, a topic you can bring up uh, to the FT guys. Uh, we have a main flight line and we have a so-called beginner flight line. What's mm-hmm. the difference at flight fest? What's the difference? Well, hopefully, <laughs> we generally, on the beginner flight line, generally, if I'm correct, we had at least double, maybe triple 
the staff online no. No? no no well it depended on how far the weekend was in two but you know uh, I've flown on the Actually, bigger flight uh, line Andre, Andre Andre uh, think about it the build tents where are those uh, they are going to be located else differently right. here okay they, they have been right next to the main flight line where yeah. do the, where do all the kids go when they were when they have finished filling their planes the closest flight line they can find. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So that's that's yeah, one that thing to keep sense. in mind is you, you you're looking at kids. You know they don't yeah. know better. So. You know what's funny? It's it's we all love it with the with the advent of the you know the, the two point four. We lost our peg boards, right? So yeah. Now, yeah, all we have is these five, and we've all seen it. You know, come the end of the day, there is no regular, there is no one, two, three, four, five. You know, uh, it's just free fall and go. So yep. yeah, uh, you know that is something. And actually, I'm I'm picking out notes right now, Ashborn, just just on those things, um, and that's stuff we can look into and I can discuss on Monday uh, when, and especially, the one really nice thing about this year is I've actually taken vacation and I am going to drive down to Ohio. One, I'm hanging out with the after hours crew, and we'll do a whole bunch of shenanigans. But I'm actually going to be able to sit down and meet with the uh, the flight test guys on the Friday and the Tuesday, and we're going to hash out a few more details about Flight Fest um, and the uh, and the organizing crew and stuff, just to just to you know bang out stuff. So like we have time, and they've got the numbers, and they're anticipating what they know. But it's nice that we can actually tweak and tune right up to July, basically. Mm-hmm. And, and you can, like you said, that is a fantastic suggestion about moving the basic learner course to the, I mean, I think we're having two built tents this year, maybe three. Three. Yep. three. So, yep. Exactly. Now, when you guys are doing your builds and all this, the, 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 sorry, the, the, the sessions and everything, they're not going to be as you know critical, but if you've got the general build tent, yeah, that is a fantastic idea of shoving that beside the beginner line, and maybe maybe we, we get a few more uh, flight line monitors, particularly for the the beginner line, you know. So I mean, yeah. well, but, but, but what I'm thinking is, uh, at Flight Fest, uh, most guys attending are so-called beginners. Uh, we fly foam planes. Uh, we crash foam planes. Yeah. So. What's what's really the the difference between a beginner and a guy that's been doing it for a couple of years at Flight Fest? Uh, we um, crash harder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <It's> style. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I I wouldn't call it beginner flight line. I would be just calling a flight flight stations. You're saying yeah, have extra lines. Uh, extra extra stations. The main flight line instead of okay, instead of the beginner flight line. Okay. I guess. I uh, just one, I, just one, just one big flight line where with, with, yeah, many, but, with many stations. But but my issue there, and I think, is the the intimidation factor for a new flyer. Think how it t- like. It's one thing for us. We are. Uh, Andre, a new flyer goes to build tent, they build a plane, they check over the planes, they start the planes inside the tent with the props. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, yes, they do. Almost, they almost take off inside the tent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we chase them outside. Uh, last year I confiscated a battery. I was going to say, you uh, take their batteries. Yeah. <laughs> uh, eventually yeah. they will go out, get out of the tent and actually out of the flight line. On the main flight line, 
and 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 throw the plane away. They will crash. They, they will they will crash right next to a guy that's been standing in line with his with his proper proper plane and almost crash into mm -hmm. him. They will run out just uh, right in front of him doing a low pass. Yeah. So that, you, I think that brings drift. up a yes. I think that comes up brings up a really really good point uh, as we all know. So let's talk about like just basic takeoff and landing procedure real quick. So. First of all, let's just say, for example, the noob um, wants to take an airplane off. So I'm standing in line. I get to the flight line. Number one, have I got my battery connected to my ESC? No. Why? Because you should never approach a flight line with anything already powered up. You should have the airplane at the flight line, just like if you were to fly a gas airplane. You wouldn't be sitting there waiting to fly with the gas engine running. Same thing applies to a battery, because if it's, mm -hmm. you bump your throttle hold switch, and then you bump the throttle, something could happen, someone could get hurt. So you don't put the, air, the battery in the airplane until you are at the flight line at a pilot station. Yeah, and your transmitter's on because <laughs> there's enough there's enough 2.4 going on that oh, yeah. your plane okay. could bind depending so, on your receiver yeah. plane you yeah. could bind with someone else so so let, let's let's say that so number 1 my battery is disconnected number 2 my transmitter is off i arrive at the flight line and my the first very first thing i do is turn on my transmitter yep mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep make sure that my transmitter is fully operational that i have selected the correct aircraft mm -hmm. that i have verified that the controls are uh, showing uh, outputs. You then have to uh, plug your uh, battery in before you can do all that. Yes. And then yes. after that, that then you then, check then your that's crap. when yeah, well, you check everything. Right. Yeah, check your crap. Right. Pre-flight <laughs> check. Right. <laughs> and then after you do that, then you announce that you're going out on the field. Okay, so for example, you I'm assuming you hand launch everything, because, unless you have like a Tundra, Andre. <laughs> or a Carbon Z Cub. Or a Carbon Z Cub. Or a um, Okay, okay, we get a, the big birds with the big tires. Or a okay. okay, or your, your Joel, and you have 22-inch wingspan airplanes, because that's the only thing that Allison will allow in the house. <laughs> so... Okay. okay. <laughs> so I have, I have my okay. For sake of argument, I have my mini Mustang. Right. So I have powered it up. I've transmitted it on. ESC is on. It's armed. It's ready to fly. So I cannot just stand at the flight line and launch. No. It. I have to walk out into the field, well, past the line well, of people. No. And no. the wind. So, so how far? How how far? What am I doing? You don't like want stepping, to walk out on what, a couple of steps. You don't have to. I mean, look, t I, I've gone out there, I've had to go out on the field a couple of times, and quite frankly, it scares the heck out of me. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, it is scary. It's scary. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's daunting. But, so, but no, I mean, to, doing a hand launch from a pilot station is perfectly acceptable, yes. but yeah. it is important okay. to call out your intention. So launching right yeah. to left. Taking okay, or so taking, ta so off, taking off, right yeah, taking to off, off, launching, or hand okay. launch, 
however you want to announce it, as long as it's a clear intention and that you mm-hmm. make it loud because there are people talking. Okay. There's, yeah. there is music playing so, over the PA system. Perfect. So my my aircraft is now up. It's in the air. I've, I'm at the controls. I have my spotter. It's flying around. It's perfectly fine. Uh-oh. I flew too long, and my battery is out. <laughs> so I call out. I call out dead stick, and it lands in the corn or the soybeans, whatever is out there. What is the next thing that I do from that? Check to see if any of the other pilots have called out emergency landing or landing, if the or runway is or low pass. So make sure that those checks are done. Then look and then call out on the field. On the field. And then keep your head on a swivel. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. If, if you can, now, listen for now. confirmation from the other pilots that they've acknowledged your call and intention. Yes. So how would another pilot acknowledge a call? Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're not that or, far or, or, maybe, or maybe not at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah, or not at all. And those kids that Asbjorn was talking about, they're going to be out there flying. They're they're not going to really understand what on the field means. Yeah, so. yeah. Ultimately, your safety is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. So keep low and move fast. Yeah. Ultimately, the best way to do this is to just be a good example. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And that is that is it's that's why it's called a community. You know, it's going to be the people who've been doing this. I don't care what your age is, but the point is, if you've been part of the flight test community for a while and you're flying and everything, yeah, we have some expectations. Yep. And, and, and as one of the volunteers, yes, if you see people doing just yeah stupid stuff on the field, just uh, just just go talk don't to them. You, exactly. Don't, right. don't no. yell at them. It's just it's nice. not exactly. it's not Thank because you. they're jerks. It's because they, they don't know any better or yep. they're excited. Yeah, they're excited, and that's, that's the thing. A, is, that's a yeah, big part of it. it, it uh, absolutely, is is, it, is pe- those kids get so excited or yeah. nervous? Yeah, or uh, nervous. Oh, yes. Yes. I was gonna yeah. say, I, I'm probably gonna be one of those yes. highly excited, highly nervous pilots because, yep. no, we'll get, we'll, as I said, first, oh, you'll you'll. You'll, I'm going to be hazed to hell. No. I already know that. We're going to give you, um, <laughs> we're going to give you that. I'm going to be, I know I'm going to be hazed. Flying and everybody's going to be giving you wet willies. Yeah, that, that's true, Mike. I know about that. That This is this is the after hours thing. Go, okay, go, we'll, we'll go, get there. That, that's the night, this is the night flight go. juice. Uh, you're talking um, about the nerve. Uh, flight Fest 14. Uh, uh, I, I didn't fly a, a single plane. And all of a sudden, uh, Thomas Gritscher, I don't know how to spell his name, but yeah, uh, he just put his radio in my hands and I. I and, uh, uh, what am I flying? Oh, that one. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, talk. Yeah. <laughs> don't you dare do that to me because every time Dan hands me the controls of a plane of his that's in the air, I crash it. Okay, that is a yeah. promise. Go, go. Uh, I I I circled the plane uh, one lap. And I did the best landing I ever done in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he even commented Kudos. about it, didn't he? He was like, ah, yeah. she's not slipping over. <laughs> well, the, the funniest thing is Dan and I actually have an agreement that every time he hands me the controls of one of his airplanes, I have to crash it. <laughs> actually, Dan actually crashed my quad uh, last year. <laughs> 
What is that? Not surprising. What's gonna be? You know what's gonna be crazy this year, though? I mean, as uh, as much as we're, we're all fans of the new uh, waterproof foam, it's really easy to spot a white plane in green grass and, and various seeds mm. and, and stuff. Imagine all these unpainted brown. brown. <laughs> yep. I can only imagine how that's going to be. That's very true. Andre, note to take back the flight test. Have a a case full of yellow spray paint for sale. Or even decal. Even some wing tape. Decals. Yeah, I was going to say, Ed from Experimental Airlines uses the colored packing tape. Even that would be There you go. There's some money to be made. You see me typing away, kids? Yep, there you and, go. See, this and is Ashford, good. I will take back to Austin um, tomorrow, and I will talk to him about maybe maybe we need, as far as these uh, these seminars, is the new pilot guided flying experience, you know? That's uh, possible. I, honestly, I think, you know what, because I can attest to this, because I, I'll be the first to admit, I don't classify myself as a beginner anymore, but there was a time that I was, mm-hmm. And when I went to the fly, the open fly-in at my old club, I say old because I still haven't renewed uh, my membership there yet. Um, and so I, you know, I think it's really, really a good idea to um, have somewhere where people can go and learn about what the proper rules and procedures are. Because unless you do, I mean, I did attend a pilots meeting, but yeah. even so. That, that probably it probably wouldn't hurt to do somewhere yeah, where like that, uh, somewhere someone like in. any of us right someone like any of us who could be out there one on one at a pilot station okay do you understand how the controls work do you know what the plane orientation is uh, what how can I help yeah. you how can I make this experience I, I wonder I, I wonder as we on I'm on your side 100 I wonder if they could uh, leverage the AMA in 2014, we actually had uh, volunteers at the beginning beginner flight line that was uh, there to help people to fly. Yep. Uh, yes. that On body was, boxes. Yeah. Body boxes. Yeah. That, that worked yeah. all day Friday, but Saturday, we, we, we if I recall, we had a major shortage of people. So yeah, and people that, stopped that, showing up. Yeah, we had yep. one day that, yeah. that actually worked. Uh, last year, uh, it, it was not in action because we were just massively under undermanned, understaffed. Yeah, with all the weather, it was. Yeah. 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 Oh, 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 yeah. The teaching at the beginning of flight line last year was uh, Josh Pixler uh, uh, teaching Baloo to fly. Yes. And that was That's Baloo throwing the remote into uh, Bixler's hand. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Baloo. Yeah, and he'll be there. Uh, yeah. he'll yes, he will be there. Good, excellent. Looking forward to seeing him again. I, really, I, I, I was going to say I'm really looking forward to meeting all of these these guys that are going to be out there with us. Um, so let let let's. Uh, I I know I love the evolution of this conversation. It's really we're going into a lot of great detail that I had no idea about. Um, so the noob goes out, recovers his airplane. Now I disconnect my battery immediately. That's thing number one. Yeah, put out the fire. I'm assuming. If there's a fire, Andre, we know you're responsible for those. Um, so I yeah, Ryan will disconnect. be out there in the Polaris with his fucking the sand real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I didn't. Come. So oh, we hopefully dis- Peter has his uh, disconnect. <laughs> fire, his, fighting quad. Firefighting quad there. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
I'm going to probably need it. I have some graphene packs that might explode. I really hope they don't, but I may have an exploding pack. Um, fingers crossed that that doesn't happen. Oh, I'm hoping so, it does. <laughs> oh, no, don't wait. Those batteries are beautiful, man. I, oh, I didn't even get that in my update. Oh, anyway, there's, go ahead. There's one Sorry. <laughs> No, no, you trust me. This is fun. Um, I'm having a great. So you got the airplane up to You're coming back toward the flight line. Correct. You're, you're, you're so, tiger crawling through the field because you don't. Want to... Tiger crawling through the field with airplane in hand Teeth. or strapped to my back with bungee cords, something ridiculous. <laughs> so what? What? What then would be like the? So my okay. So say for example, I pull an Andre, and half of my wing is off of the airplane. I don't have aileron, aileron or elevator control. Um, I need to repair the plane. Uh, I go into the build tent. I fix it. I go back out to the flight line. What do I do then? Well, you missed a step, first of all. Go on. As soon as you come back off the field, you need to cut, tell the other pilots that you're off, off the, the field. field. The field. Thank you. See? That, and then the yep. other thing you need to do is while you're on the field, Run! Yes. Yeah, yeah. Run, Forrest! Um, run! And for those, for those guys who will be there flying and happen to be listening or will be listening to this, there's almost always somebody on the field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, a great suggestion that came in as well is do we want to implement a 20-foot uh, low ceiling? But no, I fly like two Impossible. inches off the deck. Impossible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, how do you land? How, how are you going to That was from that? our good buddy. That was our good buddy Ben Greenwald yeah. with that suggestion. Uh, tell, ben, tell Ben he can run out on the flight line with a stick and measure every time someone comes that low. Well, Ben's That's pretty right. tall. We could just use his head. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, that works for me. Measurement. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, we'll have Ben on one end of the flight line and Asbion on the other end. Right. Oh, there we go. If you hit them in the head, you're too low. <laughs> Meanwhile, if you hit Joel, then you're really, really pushing it. But you've done us all a favor. Hey! I'm not that bad. Says you. I know I'm a pain, but still. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so, oh, absolutely. All right, so you oh, called out that you're off the field. Now you're in the build tent fixing your plane. Now what do you want to know? Yeah. Do not, do not, so, do not hook your battery up with the prop. I, the that was going to be my next thing. I want to go ahead and test all of my controls. Dang Take it, because I don't off. know what Take, I've broken. Take the prop off, <laughs> please, for the love Why do I want to do that? I want to see how much thrust I have, yeah, do, because thrust. Yeah, do that we want to see how much blood you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very we true. Want to see how much blood you'll lose. Or that. <laughs> Someone bring a pint bucket. <laughs> I mean, we say all this in jest, but I mean, in all seriousness, yes. take the dumb prop off. Yeah, it's not that hard. Okay. Um, let, let's talk real quick about some of the safety equipment that you probably want to have on the hand in your handy dandy crash kit. So I have a here in front of me is <laughs> my handy dandy crash kit. Now I have that several things like in blind, here. Uh, toolbox. It, it is exactly the same as the flying I toolbox, but inside, but inside, um, there is a good many things. 
um, that I like to bring out on the field. So some of the things that you probably want to take with you. Um, number one is I always carry basic first aid kit. Number one, absolutely every time. Um, and number two is definitely want um, to have servo tester, definitely a battery tracker, and guys, trust me, I lost a quad recently, and thank goodness I recovered it, but beeping alarms could not be easier to find an airplane with. There have been a number of quads lost out at Greenfield, <laughs> too. So, guys, get a beeper, get some kind of audible alarm. Even the Bluetooth, uh, what was it, that Bluetooth tile that They're flight right test, um, tested? There you go, Mikey. Here, I'm going to put oh, your wait, camera up. Please describe. Mikey, what is that? Describe it. Tell us what that is. Oh, this is a tile. And thankfully, uh, Jen Bixler, love Jen, um, actually saved one of these for me. Um, you actually can uh, sync it to your iPhone or Android device, whichever you prefer. And you can actually uh, go out and find your aircraft, whether it be airplane, quad, whatever. Uh, these things are fantastic. You can use them for your keys. You can use them for whatever you might lose. You attach it to it, and you get on the look you to it within a few feet. And you can actually share it with other people, and they can help you find your stuff as well. Joe, you started to talk about safety gear uh, in your toolkit. Uh, the yes. best safety gear is common sense. <laughs> there you go. They don't sell that. I like though. that. As the, the second best safety kit is tool to take your prop off. Yes. Yeah. Take mm -hmm. your prop off. Take your prop let's, off. Take your let's prop go off. through. Let's go uh, through my. I think, I, think, I think I said that every five minutes for three, four straight days. <laughs> <laughs> Needle nose pliers, yeah. I think, are probably the best tool for this job because they can take off props of any size. Yeah. Um, but the best thing about needle nose pliers as well is they come in really handy for pulling battery connectors apart. Yes, because if do. you have crashed hard enough, uh, I have done this before, I have crashed so hard that my battery connectors jammed together. And I could not get them apart. So, to break the connection, a good old-fashioned pinching device, such as needle nose pliers, are a phenomenal tool for that task. Um, another great thing that I like to keep around is a good pair of Teflon-coated scissors, because in the event that you need to get into anything quickly, um, or you need to cut gauze or anything like that, a good pair of Teflon-coated scissors is probably a really good thing to keep around. Um, I also like to keep uh, another set of uh, just regular wire snips. Uh, again, quickly disconnecting the battery. Do not disconnect, uh, do not clip both wires at the same time. No. Just clip one of them. <laughs> just if, go on, Mike. If you have go to back, find sorry. out for yourself, just make sure I'm there to watch. Yeah, <laughs> with yeah. a fire extinguisher and five bags of sand. Actually, with <laughs> yes. uh, with my tricopter, I smashed into a wall, and actually, I actually drove a uh, bolt through into the into one of the cells oh. in my in my battery. Well, that'll nice. do it. Yeah. Yep. That will that will puncture it and cause this beautiful wispy white smoke. Yeah, it did. 
But uh, uh, I, I was kind of lucky because that uh, the only only that cell actually took uh, burnt out. Nice. Uh, That's fantastic yeah. that you were able to rescue the other two. Uh, yeah, I threw it away. Yeah. Uh, other two? Other three? You mean? I don't do. Oh, I, the three. I, I'm I, sorry. I, You're a forest pilot. Yeah, he's a forest. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, another time, actually, uh, crashed even harder. That was full panic, uh, well, full throttle into the house house wall. <laughs> nice. That takes some skill. <laughs> uh, lost orientation completely and just did something and it uh, hit the house. <laughs> Oh, and, uh, and here's, here's a little something else about uh, and uh, that time actually, I, 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 I actually sliced uh, through two cells of my of my pack without the battery catching fire. That takes some serious skill. Uh, Mikey, no you had it's something you wanted my... to pipe in? Yeah, sorry, and sorry about that, Asbjorn, but no uh, we started talking about we started talking about quads, and one of the biggest things that we we want everybody. To be aware of is there is an FPV line, and if you are transmitting video, you need to go yes. to the FPV line first. Yeah, and never, never put your uh, transmitter on before you have checked that nobody else is on the same channel. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I just, I just wanted I to bring that up because you started talking about quads, and it made me think about it. Yeah. Yeah. So. I agree. And while we're on the subject of quadcopters, because this also happens to be in my crash kit here, is do you see how thin these blades are? Okay, for those of you who cannot see, it is less than the width of a human hair. These things are also ridiculously sharp. I have a scar to prove that. You're for the love bright. of all things holy, for the love of all things holy... <laughs> Please remove these if you are doing any kind of testing whatsoever. Yes. Um, especially on a quadcopter. Yes. Because if you do something incorrect with the flight controller, especially now that flight flight test has brought out the Versacopter, these come in a beautiful six-inch variety um, uh, that they supply with the Versacopter, and these things are bloody sharp little devils and they will cut you and you will bleed profusely everywhere uh, it, it's, all it, favor. It's, it's a super simple battery or props never both no, no matter yep. what kind of aircraft you fly yep yes, absolutely, absolutely. I, I i have to agree with every every single comment that we're and, and putting out and the thing about the 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 multi-rotors is the fact that there's not one spinning blade of death there are at least three, four, and six. So you really want to be... Oh, I, I'm sorry, even five if you're flying one of the dragonflies. <laughs> Pentecopter, so. yep. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, depending... depending, Just make sure that you take the props off, guys. And and don't fire up your, your FPV equipment without going down to the FPV line. I, I know... Yeah, I, and I think you it's got more signal. than... But go down. It's more than just going to the FPV line. There... There's uh, wasn't it immersion last year that ran? The, yes. Yeah. Uh, kept track of everybody. Mm -hmm. So multi GP too, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, it was. It was. What's his name? Um, oh I mean, Chris. Chris. Well, Chris was managing it with multi GP, and uh, I'd be crazy. Yeah. Uh, was uh, also assisting with it. Alex. Yeah. Alex. Yeah. Matter of yeah. fact, 
Matter of fact, Ivy Crazy really did a lot of work down there, so we want to give him kudos as well. He he's a, a good dude. Work yeah, he's a great dude. He's a real good dude. <laughs> so but, no, get it. I, I completely agree. FPV safety is a huge thing, and frequency checking. Um, I'm assuming because uh, I've been speaking with Chris, he uh, what he is planning on having, um, or what MultiGP has as a standard now, because my my uh, FPV group has it. Um, we now have two specific channels just for testing. Um, you can test a maximum of 200 milliwatts on those two channels because they don't want you stepping all over the other frequencies. Um, but there's two specific testing channels um, on the FPV lines now for multi-GP. So you can test your equipment first, then change the channel when you're ready to fly and only when you're ready to fly do you power on. Well, uh, not, that, that, works, that works only if you are, in, well, if you're not many people flying at the same time, because uh, right. at uh, Flight Fest and other events, uh, you we usually fill up the bands. Yes. Mm -hmm. So well, there, are, that, there, is, there are no frequencies for testing. And that's and yeah. that's why we want you to go to the FPV tent and let them know what you're doing. So. I mean, it's it's so important because you can you can step on somebody else's stuff, crash your stuff, and and mm -hmm. just not a good thing to do. Uh, matter of fact, I'm not even going to bring any quads other than my Phantom Three. I will be bringing that, but other than that, I'm not bringing any quads or any FPV stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. absolutely. Ne um, neither will I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, That's good, Josh. I appreciate that. Josh, 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 for the for the record, will you please state how you feel about multi rotors? I think that goes without saying, Joel. <laughs> he doesn't he ribbits. doesn't want to make any enemies. Do you see do you see how he's not saying anything at all? Do you see It's because how I because I have face... no feeling about them. <laughs> Do you see his face? Zero. Do you see the facial expression of pure hatred towards these? No, I don't hate them. I don't hate them. Uh huh. Uh huh. No, Joe. Yeah. No, hang on a second. That's, Joel, that's he does right. not hate them because I've been to his field and he says, "Hey, why don't you take this thing up?" Because nobody there was flying them and nobody had really seen them too much. And I brought that big quad out that Kurt had bought or cut for me, and I was flying that around, and that became quite an interesting topic for a little bit when I was out there, and that was Josh's idea. So he does have, eh, he doesn't hate them, but he's just not a fan of them because he doesn't fly them. Yes, well. They're not scale. <laughs> we know, we know, I was going to say, Patrick, we know the type of aircraft flavor that he prefers. <laughs> All right, Josh, I'm going to go build an Osprey, and then I can fly it like a multi-rotor, and it'll be scale. That would make me so happy. <laughs> that, would, that, that would make me happy as well. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I, again, I don't. I, I don't have anything against them. Um, it's it's just not my particular style. If you want to fly that, it's great. But the concern that I have is that people usually are so excited about getting them in the air that they're not taking those safety precautions. Hmm. And you know, at the end of the day. I want to bring all of my fingers home, not just a couple. Me too. I've got an airplane that has 1,600 watts of power and swings an 18-inch prop. Mm. I have 
a deep respect for spinning blades of death. And yes, I like right. to convey that to other people as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, now, not only I, I have... Not only that... Oh, go ahead, yeah. Not only that, but uh, uh, multi-rotors are... Well, it's become too easy to get it, to just uh, go into store, buy something, ready to fly, put it in the air, and fly wherever you are not supposed to fly. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the whole drone debate. Yeah. 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 Well, you can't stop idiots. No. <laughs> no. Well, right. That's true. And that's why I like what Asbjorn said that the first ingredient inside of a crash kit is common sense because absolutely everyone needs to have a modicum of common sense in order for uh, a, a safe environment to take place. So I completely well, agree well, with that. Well, well I, I can say for the most part, this whole flight test community does have a lot of common sense for the most part i mean we do have some you know some beginners that may not know and and get excited but but for the most part man this is one great community and there is nothing like it i defend it and promote it every chance i get because of the fact that we are at least for the most part we all have common sense yeah, <laughs> yeah. can can we also talk about um things that we don't or don't recommend or don't think that would be appropriate to bring to flight fest um for safety reasons uh fireworks like, i don't know fireworks, yeah. fireworks. rockets no well i actually i was i was actually reading the ama safety code earlier today in preparation for this i mean guilty as charged for always doing my homework now the the AMA a nerd i am you know, I <laughs> really nerd alert. the ama safety code says that you can have rocket motors on your airplane but it cannot leave the aircraft right okay oh, that's easy to do Got if it. you are going to get into model rocketry, they refer you to the model rocketry group. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, but they do stipulate that you cannot have a rocket physically leave the airplane intentionally. Those are their instructions about oh, rockets and motors. Intentionally. Yeah, we're not talking. Uh, we're not talking about Peter Schrupel intentions. Okay, people. We're. <laughs> We're talking about, yeah. I, okay, so what I was also inferring is Darth Vader. things like, oh, really? Well, yeah, two hour murder. <laughs> it really is, right? Right on every two hours. Yeah. Every, on every hour. Holy <laughs> Cookie Monster. Force is strong with this one. <laughs> I'm not amused. Oh my! Has it become horrendously awful? Yeah, but back on top. Do I sound like Marvin the Martian? Yeah. yeah. How <laughs> manically. Somebody depressed. make him stop. <laughs> mute him. Yeah, he's got control. We can't mute him. Damn it! Ha 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 Sorry, I have the dashboard. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, we can. We've got Do the you Viking. think can... I'm going to listen to that? Actually, from the Viking, I will shut up. Uh, back to topic. What Ooh. you're not, you, but what you're not supposed to bring to flight pass is anything fuel-powered. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's exactly where I was going with that. So, 
What 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 am I not going to bring with me? Any nitro or gas airplanes, or yeah. helicopters, or anything else. Fly yeah. within your comfort level. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, also, um, I'm I have just built a Peter Schreepel special experimental model one o one. What? Live it at home. <laughs> Thank you, Asvion. I knew you would get that. <laughs> so yeah, don't don't bring anything that you're not already comfortable flying because if you end up hurting someone, you're not going to be very happy. Uh, well, not only that, but never fly anything at Flight Fest that you're not afraid to lose. But everyone is encouraged to build strange contraptions that might fly. Yes. Yeah. Well, so, so my issue with that bring things that you you don't care about. That should go for every flight. Well, I mean, every and, time and I you go up, it's a gamble. <laughs> I don't. I don't disagree. But of course, when you have what last year, what we end up with, Andre, almost a thousand pilots. Yeah, nine hundred. Yeah, nine hundred. Yeah, it was, it was like nine hundred sixty yeah. something. I think. Yeah, nine hundred sixty yeah. pilots. So if if you don't want to lose anything you have, you don't want to throw it in the air with nine hundred other pilots. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're doing combat. Same time, but you know, yeah, boy, combat's a whole different. Game but. on. <laughs> yeah, it's game on then. <laughs> I'm rethinking about bringing my airplanes to Flight Fest now. <laughs> Patrick, what? you and I can cower in the in the corner together. Okay, buddy. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. I, I will bring. I'm going to bring my carbon cub again this year because since David Vindestall is going to be there, I, he has to sign it, and he's the only one that hasn't. So, can I fly it? Absolutely. Cool. And the Radians are coming. Absolutely. I'm bringing my Tundra. Yeah. I guess the other thing too, Joel, is the one thing we've talked about, and Joel's not even there to answer, um, <laughs> is if you've got an airplane that you want to bring, um, I brought, my first year I brought my T-28, and for the life of me I couldn't take off and I couldn't land because those fields just are not small wheel compatible. No, they're not. That's no. true. And there's a there's a pretty there's a pretty amazing photo of my T28 doing this, you know. Well, let me let me tell you, around. let me tell you, unless you have at least three inch wheels, yeah, at least three inch wheels, don't plan on taking it off from the ground. No, right. And even then, it, it's it's a gamble. I have the first year at Flight Fest, I brought my uh, Top Flight AT6 Texan. And yes. I was I was barely able to get off the runway with that, yeah. and that that was an eight pound airplane with three and a half inch wheels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I brought my Sukhoi last year and flew it. Now I took the AS3X off of it, and that was the first time I did it. <laughs> yes, but, uh, I remember it took that. off fine. <laughs> it took off. I just control it once I got in the air. <laughs> yeah. But remember last year. But I uh, had to fix that issue. Yeah. Yeah, last year uh, the uh, the uh, the fury is actually a uh, uh, Diane went out and mowed it the second time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I asked her to go out and do it, uh, and she she's like, "Where do you want it?" And we do, and we did the main flight line. But yeah, yeah I mean, three inches the um, 
even my Pawnee, I put four-inch wheels, and that made all the difference. So that airplane might come along with me just because it's kind of, you know, with the lights on, it might be kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and, I, well, and I like a good high wing there, anyhow. And that being yeah. said, uh, don't be afraid to hand-launch a plane that you might normally take off at your own field. Right. Yeah. 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 Or have someone do it for you. Right. Yeah, yeah even better. If, Pat, if, Patrick, will you hand-launch my 14-pound Hawk? Sure. Sure. I would love to, Josh. Josh, uh, I'll help you pick up the pieces too. (laughs) I'll bring the crash bag. I already know as I already know as Bjorn can hand launch the Sikorsky, so that's not an issue. No problem. Uh, Another another thing to actually bring to Flight Fest is bring your night flyers. Yes. Yes. That is yes. probably one of the most amazing things that's developed over the last couple of years. Is you know we're sitting there, it's like eleven o'clock at night, and you know well, I, I'm beat exhausted, but I'm just watching these airplanes go around, thinking if my if I wasn't so tired, I'd be flying, but my eyes are so worn out that I'd lose my airplane like that. <laughs> but it's so relaxing to sit there by the fireplace or wherever with your reclined chair and just watch. Yep. Yeah, and my, my absolute favorite was a guy flying the night vapor, the little mini vapor with the lights, yeah. and he had the thing way up there, and it's just kind of floating along, and I'm like, that's cool. It's 1S, it's windy possibly, but it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the guy had the night vision air, and it was just his white mess, and you're like, right. I don't know what direction you're going, you know? The other alternative is to build a giant FT flyer in the middle of the rainstorm. And oh! I can admit that I can't wait to volunteer to be part of a project like that. That excites me greatly. <laughs> that was fun. It will change your life. Yeah. You know that you, you know you know that you're not really a part of this group without being a, having been a volunteer. Yeah. Yeah. As we all remember the part where I said I'm gonna be hazed. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I haven't officially I haven't been officially inaugurated into the group yet because. I haven't been hazed during one of these build sessions. I, th- I think that Joel is is small enough that we could build an airplane that we could put him in and fly it. You well, could. You know, there's there's um, one setting at flight test headquarters right now that uh, uh, is the absolutely large enough. No, yeah. it's the new one that there, they're there's building. There's a cardboard plane. Oh, there's a cardboard oh, plane that's sitting right. there. Yes. And and Peter's small, but I don't think he's as small as Joel is, and I think Joel will have a better. Uh, it'll be much easier actually, to fit him in it. Uh, um, actually, I can officially say, after meeting Mr. Shreepal, he is only slightly, slightly taller right. than me. So we're about the same size. That's okay. But uh, Joel, five Joel, foot four and a half, Joel, and I, I, yes, go for uh, it. You are either taller or smaller. That's not, right. Not just. Just is not enough. <laughs> With me, every millimeter counts as. <laughs> wow. wow. Two, two words. Napoleon complex. complex. I, I, of course I have a damn Napoleon <laughs> complex. Anything helps run this show. <laughs> Joel, Pat, and I all three have that. Uh, uh, well, since you're smaller than Peter... Uh, you're small. 
<laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> you know, Thank the you funny thing is, obvious from Norway. My my <laughs> my nickname in in school when I was in in like the equivalent of elementary school in the U.S. was Joel the Mole because I was so small. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Don't you owe oh, my oh. goodness me, Andre. You knew that that was going to happen. Oh. <laughs> so you do realize that your yeah. nickname at Flight Fest is now going to be Joel the Mole. Yes, it yeah. is. Which is uh, totally fine. Or <laughs> well, Moly, if you prefer. M -L -E why am I thinking? Why am I. Was it, what is it? The Austin Power? Yes. yes. Austin, Power. Austin Power. Mole! <laughs> Money, 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 money. Well, why would you do this to yourself? Because I am one of those who is a glutton for Joel. Okay. Joel's a talker. <laughs> no, no. Joel is just being a good Brit. Yes, absolutely. Look, I can I tease. I tease all of you Yankee bastards <laughs> oh, as much Jesus as I do, so it's that time. You got your butt kicked 200 years ago, so... Hey, we didn't lose, you just cheated, okay? Hiding in the trees does not count as fair warfare, okay? You stand like real gentlemen in the middle of the field, pointing guns at each other, and then you no, 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 no. Hiding in the trees is distinctly, look at me, is distinctly cheating. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now, Joel. Um, if you stand there like a gentleman and get shot, that's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did uh, did, did you guys see uh, Ben Greenwald's comment here? That's no, a good no. one. What did he say? Tell Joel he's still small enough that I... That uh, Asp and him are going to start a midget tossing contest. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Ben leaves me alone. Oh, oh my! Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, oh, on that note, that's how long, how long have we been rolling now? <laughs> I think I'm on to you know, I think, I think finally, after two hours and 15 minutes, we have a show name. So I'm approaching well, five yeah. hours of podcasting today. I, I can see the lawsuit now, Joel. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> No, they can't give us a lawsuit because we're not getting paid for any of this. <laughs> exactly. But on top of that, there's a little thing called, and this is one thing you Americans are good for, the freedom of speech. That's right. Piss off. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Sod off, you bloody yank. <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, Andre, help me out uh, here. Oh, You're supposed oh to be my, on my oh, side. He's just going to say uh, that you drive a mask and you color with pencil crayons. That's all he's uh, going to say. Oh, hey, this is bad when I'm the one saying we need to focus here. Focus? <laughs> <laughs> This Where's is so crash, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I do, well, I do want to say one thing though, guys. Um, you know, we're 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 having a lot of fun and and uh, making making fun of each other and all that. But you know, um, we we do really want to be safe at Flight Fest. Um, I know that we will have another podcast specifically for um, different stuff. I mean. All the rules. Flight test and, preparedness. Yeah, I mean, we we really want to do that, and and we want to make sure that everybody knows. But you know, um, I, I think we're going to have to wait till it gets a little bit closer, 
Um, so Andre can actually uh, uh, give us some of the official rules and things of that nature. Uh, because yeah. something we haven't even talked about yet is uh, uh, I, I know some of the people know um, Fred Provost will not be in charge of volunteering this year. Um, he has passed the baton on to Andre Rousseau, and we're proud of Andre. Sad that Fred's not going to be there, but we are proud of Andre for Look, uh, I still, on. I still don't think Fred can stay away. Well, that's that's neither here nor there, mm-hmm. but to be determined. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, and the thing is, is that um, you know we're all we're all we're all here because we want to make this event as as fantastic and as great as it possibly can be. Um, uh, Mike, you, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> what a great great way to kind of uh, start wrapping this this puppy up. There was one. You know, I'm going to go ahead and boot you out of this chat here in a second, Ryan. (laughs) No, uh, uh, Ben had, was it Ben? Yeah, it was Ben that asked uh, if I was in charge of the build series stuff. I am not. I don't know that anyone actually is. I I believe Austin is. Yeah, I I think that Austin is managing the people who are taking care of their own build sessions, and each person that is coordinating their session, they are ultimately responsible for it. Now, I have created a uh, forum thread in the forum about the build series to ask questions there. That is a specific place that I know that Austin does uh, often, not often, but periodically monitor if there is going to be a question. And I have a direct contact with him so that I can ask him those sorts of specifics. That being said, all the sessions for Saturday are sold out according to the website. Nice. So, congratulations. And I do want to say something, guys. The reason why Ben is asking is because we uh, had gotten in contact with uh, Austin and asked about the flight test community cast build night. And right. I know he's asking about that specifically. Um, because we are looking to have a guest builder there and, and all that kind of thing. And I know that Austin did talk about um, with a few tweaks, it would be great to, you know, to have us there and do that. Um, and for whatever reason, I know Austin's busy and all that kind of thing, but he hasn't yeah. heard anything. And mm-hmm. I don't really know how to get a hold of Austin other than to, hey, Austin, <laughs> how about talking yep. to Ben a little bit so we can find out what's going on, buddy? So anyway, yep. that's that's going to be the best I can do right now, Ben. Yeah. Um, we we would really like to be a part of it, but uh, if it doesn't work out, we do understand. But uh, uh, boy, we'd sure like to be a part of it just for just for the fun, you know. Right. Yeah. So yep. any anything you can do, Austin Fury, if you're listening at any point, uh, kind of give it to him point. Green Walton. I'm sure he is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a great year. Uh, just oh, to see, just to see everybody again. But you know, all, we're taking all these lessons learned. Every year has been just phenomenal, and the improvements yeah. last year over the first were again significant. So except for the rain. Except yeah, well, uh, <laughs> yeah. Andre. I mean, weather is the only factor that you cannot predict. On, on so. topic, Andre. Yes, sir. Uh, the build, the build turn with, uh, with this uh, 
specialties are, are going to be held. They have there have to be some volunteers there to uh, keep. Uh, people away from the tables, the chairs, everything, so kids to keep the area clear for the the build-offs or what you can call it. I think the the, the build series tents are going to be separate. I think that's why we have three, three, three. It's late. Yeah, I understand, three. and you understand yeah, that people, like, is people it like will fill up. Three a.m. Canadian time. <laughs> people will fill fill up if they're not. Uh, yeah. People Take care of it. I think yeah. I've got. I think I've got eight uh, build tent people per uh, per shift. Per session. Yeah. So, yeah. So like uh, lo lo last year when uh, Nick was uh, holding that uh, community community build of that uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah make th was it the make three? He, that he was yeah, saying? I think so. Uh, I actually had to go in and clear for. For complete tables, that just move people away for for him to have, actually have space. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's what the third build tent is really supposed to be for is for these kind of community things where you know it's not just because we completely filled up two huge yeah. build tents yeah. with people building the whole. And yeah. we and we mm -hmm. will fill up three of them if people. Oh, yeah. Are not, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that's that's that Keep tent clear. will probably be. I'm wondering if they'll do a manage where they'll just they'll rope it off or whatever. So. And then yeah. I know, um, you know, our electronic, uh, sorry, electrician god Patrick Hines. I think I got his last name oh. right. He is, uh, he's on tap, so he'll Once. be there. That so. guy was the man last year. Oh yeah. man, and he Bobby's, was the man. And we, uh, you know, we uh, we we learned a couple lessons about how to wire up everything. So yes, we did. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we slight. did. So yes. So there we okay. go. Well, I, I think. I think I think on that note we should probably start wrapping up, guys. Yeah. Um. I, I really appreciate, uh, you know, of course Andre, um, Joshua, um, Ryan, Asbjorn. Um. Thank you guys for showing up and and being part of it. And again, here the flight test community cast thought we was going to get Andre and Fred on at the same time. Did it happen? It's no. A, it's no. a curse. It's a curse. It's, 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 the, it's, it's the galaxies cannot hurt. The two of us can together. You saw that photo from Flight Fest. That's just danger, right? Yes. <laughs> I know. I'm surprised that camera didn't break. Well, guys. You guys are like the yin and the yang of each other. Yes, absolutely. But, so, uh, guys, you know. Guys, just thanks for letting, be a part of, letting me be a part of it. Of course. Always. Always. Anytime you want to come on, brother, you just say the word. We'll put you right in. Just to look at that picture. That's right. <laughs> at, at, if nothing else. And, and for the people that don't get to see this and only get to hear it, there's no way to describe this picture. <laughs> you know, as I may just take it off of your uh, Google Plus page and make it the icon for this episode. No, no problem. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's absolutely. I think that, that's very doable. Yes. That's very absolutely. doable. Absolutely. So, again, um, Joshua, Andre, Asbjorn, Ryan, thanks for coming on. Joel. Patrick, you know, I love you guys, and I love all you guys. I really do. I, I can't wait for July to get here to see all you guys, and I hope you feel the same about me. Can't Maybe come not soon. so much, but, you know. <laughs> yep. And, and for me, you know, this will be my very first Flight Fest. It will be my first time actually meeting all of you guys in person. Yep. 
I know you've spoken to me for what feels like donkey's years already. But I'm not I know sure I've been a royal years. pain to all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've been a royal pain for most of it, but only part of it. You get to you get to meet my wonderful self and uh, enjoy my company for a good while. Yeah. But it's okay. I'll, I'll come with I'll come with beverage to keep you entertained. Absolutely. Um, so uh, with that being said, I really, I'm, a, I'm super excited. I really can't wait to do uh, the full-fledged flight test episode, the flight test, uh, flight fest preparedness episode. I have yeah. a whole notebook of stuff to go through for that one. Yeah. We've, we've got a couple of episodes uh, specifically for flight fest <coughs> that we need to do. Of course, you know, once we get the final rules from uh, Andre and the rest of flight test, then we can mm -hmm. do that. And then we'll also do, you know, the preparedness, what planes we bring in, you know, what tools do you want to bring? You're bringing oh, too many. Well, Crazy. that's okay. Better, better too many than not enough. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I, I know for a fact Pat's going to yell at me with the number I'm bringing. That's okay. But we want to thank everyone right. for listening um, and following us. And we can't wait to meet everybody else that listens to our podcast. Um, out at flight test, at flight fest. God, that's hard to say, isn't it? <laughs> Words are complicated. We'll have shirts. We'll have shirts, yes, guys. We will. And matter of fact, they're being printed right now. Ooh, yeah, I'm in no, the after hour I'm guys. We're not even that organized. Ah, see, well, here's the difference. I I know printers because I'm in the ink industry. So yeah, and all and all the the shirts that we're getting is uh, specifically for guest hosts and the hosts. And then, of course, the uh, uh, the after hours guys, and then a few of the special people that we want to give them to. But uh, there's not going to be a lot. I've Sweet. only ordered fifty. But, yeah. But uh, it's it's right only now. It's going to be this. Well, yeah. But uh, <laughs> if people really really want them, we may do another order. If they decide they want to buy them, we may do that. But it, it's not going to be for the money thing. It's going to be just just because. Yep. You know mm -hmm. so. exactly, and it will. Uh, any funds collected will go directly into the podcast. Yes, only hosting and and whatever else because we are not. Yep. Doing that's this the, honestly that's the the only expense that this podcast has. Thank goodness. God, but, we don't um, have any production expenses. <laughs> None. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell, as the great Brit. Jeremy Clarkson would say <laughs> good night. <laughs> good night. Guys. Yeah. Thanks guys. No problem. Oh,